Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never End Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, especially Evil. <laughs> My name is Luke. I'm your host of the Never End Podcast, and with me, as always, is Mr. Andy. Say hello, Mr. Guy. Hello, Mr. Guy. I've never seen you looking so bad, my funky one. You tell me that your super fine mind has come undone, and that's every wrestling fan right now who's fucking <laughs> evil. So we're going to get into all that today on the Never Open Podcast, as well as we have one-star Google reviews for every venue on these three nights. You guys can't wait, and I can't wait either. Oh, my goodness. Nights 15, night 16, night 17, as you said, of the G1 Climax. <laughs> Lots of real muscle live. We watched it all. Oh, can't wait to talk about it. But if you wish to interact with us and tell me how crazy I am for uh, being probably Evil's biggest supporter ever, <laughs> you can do that. You're wrong, but you can do that. Uh, I'm on the Tweety at Grumpy2EB. Mr. Guy is at Drucifer Tweets. Collectively, we are at Never Open Pod. And if you want to send us a written or voice email, you can do that. Never Open Pod. Uh, yeah, at never, never impart at gmail.com. And uh, if you got a bit of extra money, you got that Sasha Banks cash, uh, shoot it our way, buy a t shirt, awesome merch, you will look never as fuck. You know, Luke, you used to mess it up every time, and then you wouldn't mess it up, and then you'd say you messed it up instead of actually messing it up. That's the first time you've had a botch in the intro in quite some time, my friend. So congratulations on you. You were going good there for a while. You know, it's hard. Man. That's, a lot, that's a lot of words. So this week's botchamania. Why this rando podcast are fucked up. Oh man, we would be, I mean, that would be the, so boring. A botchamania <laughs> of our botches. How, how the most boring <laughs> three subscribers, me, you, and Charity. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. And then Charity would only listen to half of it because we talk about wrestling too much. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Oh, goodness. oh my goodness. So yes, lots of lots of G1 goodness to cover. Uh, and I say goodness because <laughs> I, I feel like I enjoyed all three nights. Uh, but for some reason, I absolutely loved the middle night we're going to talk about. Uh, and I liked all the nights, but like sometimes you just, you know, you can just kind of chill out and just be like, oh, yeah, just the tag matches, a couple of sentences here, we're good to go, you know, in the notes. Yeah. Fucking night 16, hey, uh, everyone from the bottom of the freaking tags to the main event. Hey, you want to kill you? I want to kill you. That's cool. I want to kill you too. Why? No reason. Let's go and kill each other. Okay. And they <laughs> can't wait to talk about that. Night. It is. That whole night is like never as fuck. Like the whole night. It's ridiculous. And it's like unnecessarily. There's actually quite a bit of unnecessary. Like, hey, what do you, why? You don't have to do that. There's a lot of that in, in these nights, actually. So, you know, but there, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Um, I think some of the things that people really, really feel strongly about, I'm either indifferent or I'm like, ah, you know, I, I kind of like what's going on. Because, I mean, we were just talking about it before we started recording. But, you know, obviously we'll get to all this. But, they're, you know, we're down to the final four at this point, as they're calling it. 
because it's basketball in the in the B League. Which, by the way, big news coming later about the Dolphins. So stay oh, tuned, yeah. Sean Dennis. We got we got your Dolphins talk coming later. But um, I, I just uh, save me, Luke. Where was I going with that? Uh, people losing their minds. Yeah, they're so all that I just feel like I'm, I'm indifferent to it, or I'm I think I like what they're going. And the reason I say that is because there's four people now and we were just talking about it and I don't know who's going to win. Like, I have no idea. It could be either. It could be all four of them. I don't know. It's crazy. I like it too. Uh, Yeah. I like the direction of going in and uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Like the, the, the matches on tomorrow night, both are going to be great times. Like tomorrow night. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow night. Fuck yeah, it is. Last two nights uh, over the weekend, which is uh, good for me. They're nice and early, but bad for you because they're not nice and early. That's uh, it's rude and early, especially on Sunday. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> man. Um, I mean, I felt like I was gonna die earlier today. Maybe it's because of this. You know, could be, could be. You know, I guess we'll find <laughs> out. You know. So. <laughs> Oh my god! Like uh, the other day, I caught up on Collision, and I've only watched like a quarter of Dynamite because I'm just like, fuck off! I'm watching too much wrestling right now, and I gotta take notes on all of it. The 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 AEWs can uh, have, a, have a mini break, and uh, you know Jay White's only wrestling job is at the moment anyway, not real <laughs> storyline. So I'm just like, yeah, it's all good. So uh, I I've been watching some wrestling. I was inspired. By uh, recently, I watched that uh, JTO show I told you guys about. I watched a Gleet show that was live. And it's just on while I'm getting ready for work. And, you know, and Kota Bushi wrestled on it and a bunch of other cool people. It was kind of fun. And then I was like, you know, man, I want to watch some old G1 matches. <laughs> so I busted out. You guys got to watch this. It's fucking insane. Marafuji versus Ishii from 2016. It's insane. That one. I watched, uh, you got uh, Naito versus Nakashima from uh, 2016 as well. It's my favorite G1. And it is fucking monster. And then me and Luke watched another match that we'll talk about later again that same night. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, we did. So let's get into it. We are at uh, the Yokohama Budokan. And uh, it is uh, night 15 of the, the German Climax. And uh, oh, look, look here. I've, uh, I've stolen your shit, Mr. Guy. Uh, actually, he sent it to me. I have a one-star review for the Yokohama Budokan. And uh, I'll read that right now if, uh, if you don't do. mind, Mr. Guy. Please. Worst of all, you can't use the shower. The reason is the spread of coronavirus. It cools down your body. There is a pool and no shower. Smiley face. One star. <laughs> Why? Why the smiley face? It's so confusing. <laughs> you know, it's like no pool and no shower. Yeah, you know, but I'm still happy. One star. Fuck you. <laughs> so, well, Luke, I also have a one star Google review of the Oklahoma Budokan, and mine reads the following. <laughs> the stairs were long, and it was very difficult for people with bad legs. I want you to open the elevator one star. So, man, not handicap accessible, I guess, the Yokohama Budokan, which is fucked up because it's been, isn't that the new one? (laughs) (laughs) They only want, like, uh, people with good legs to to be at the shows, I guess. You can't can't take a shower. 
you can't go up the stairs. I mean, there's no elevator. It, I mean, you're just trying to cool down your body over here. Smiley face. When you go to a wrestling show, it would be the perfect time to have a swim because, you know, they sell all those towels at the merch stand. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I like it. Oh, my goodness. All right. So, uh, <clears throat> Kevin yeah, and Chris on the call here, you know. That's just, right. So we, get, we get Chris uh, two out of three nights here, which is nice. Yes, we do. And we start off with uh, Okan on the Cobb. That's uh, the great Okan hey. and Jeff Cobb teaming up against uh, Rio Hayawa and Kaito Kiyomiya. <laughs> 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 right at the start of the match, Greater Khan's like talking shit to Kiyomiya going, you ain't shit, you fucking know a loser. Takes his shirt off and just throws it right at his face. <laughs> Greater Khan even God gives damn. him the middle finger. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen Greater Khan riled up at someone so bad that he'll just go, fuck you. <laughs> Wow, and I've seen him in multi-man tag matches with Yo on the other side, like what, and uh, and uh, Jiro and Chase Owens and stuff. He never that. did that to Yano, and he hates Yano. You know, so. <laughs> and you know, uh, this is like a shtick that Great Okan's is going to keep doing now, and I like it because uh, he just dumps Iwa out onto the apron. You know, he, it's, it looks cool, but you know, he's just dumping it onto the apron, not necessarily to the outside. So I like it. It's a crowd brawl. Cobb and Greta Khan, they're showing uh, massive disrespect to, to Noah and Kaido Kiyomiya, uh, as, as, as they should, I guess. Uh, Iwa shrugs off uh, being surfboarded, which uh, I really liked that. But uh, <laughs> And then he rolls out of a standing moonsault, too. And he scoop slams Mr. Jeff Cobb. I'm like, all right, he's getting a few moves in. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And, I uh, really enjoyed right. that. Then I put my phone on silent because uh, I'm doing a fucking podcast. There we hey, go. Duh. We're very uh, <laughs> at the right. top. And, uh, <laughs> and then he was doing a gut deadlift gut wrench suplex on Greater Khan. Dude, that was awesome. They made Iowa look amazing in this match. It was so great. It really did. It was awesome. For no reason. You know, they were like, oh, we don't we don't really like Fujita. Let's fucking put this kid over, you know, so. Yeah. We're going to put this guy over more than Kato came in. Uh, then there's a. A, and uh, like Greater Khan, he's just like, all right, that's enough of that shit. Uh, he gets this uh, torture rack on on Reho Iwa, then like it slams him down in a cutter. I heard one of the commentators say Hercules cutter, so I guess that's what it's there called. Sure. Then there's Anna, yeah, call it the Greater Khan cutter. Greater yeah. cutter. The Greater Cutter. Boom. <laughs> Nailed it. An eliminator, and then. Uh, Greater Khan's got his tongue out and just staring fucking daggers at Kato Kiyomiya while uh, Cobb holds him back from uh, breaking up the the uh, the pin. So I like that a lot. Yeah, now that's not a preview match, right? No. no. Uh, okay, no. so, yeah, because we do have – are we done with preview matches? I can't remember at this point. I guess I'll, I'm going to – I'm a little confused, just to let people know. I'm very tired, and I will probably say the wrong thing many times tonight, so I apologize. But I would like to say about that previous match, fucking amazing. It was awesome. It was, like, way better than it should be. And Jeff Cobb is out here tweeting about how people have shitty hair. Come on, bro. What was he doing this night? This is when he had the pigtails and shit. Come on, man. What are we doing? That was bad news, so don't be talking <laughs> shit. Hey, it was bad. What's that? So anyway, excellent. Yeah. Yeah, we have, details, yeah. We have the triumphant return of Hanma 
and Toriyama yes. ta- tagging together versus the fucking war dogs. And it's like, oh, no. You know, and and, and this is a preview tag here because, you know, we have Alex C versus Toriyanu coming up. <clears throat> so um, this is tremendous. Canamore Gambit right away, you know, and Alex tapes Yano to the guardrail and there's all kinds of heat on Hanma. And I'm starting to not like the war dogs all of a sudden. They start beating up Hanma and I'm like, hey, fuck you. What's the matter with you? <laughs> you know, so, Yano gets a big tag in and try and, you know, he tries some of his shit. But uh, Kid does the, oh, yeah, Kid starts doing this thing, the the Milano yay, 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 yay thing or whatever. And it's just kind of like, bro, stop it. <laughs> he does it the whole match. And I I was getting flashbacks to June Skywalker with this bullshit. So anyway, Hanma gets a, a what's it say here? It says a bog fur, uh, <laughs> a big fire up late in the match. That's what it says. So he can his Kokeshi on Kid, and it's really good. War Dogs chop the shit out of him, though, and they hit a double muscle buster. But Yano breaks it up, the pin. But they do hit a double bu- muscle buster on Hanma, and I'm not real mad, or I'm I'm I am real mad. Hanma gets another big fire up here and headbutts everybody in their fucking faces. Rocket Kokeshi for two on Kid. Oh, close fist punch, and Kid just pins Hanma with a punch, and they beat up Yano after the match. And, you know they're every they're each other's dogs. It's real. They're telling us so. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Uh, Oleg uh, has to also carry Honmer out because he's knocked the f- he got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> Man, that was good stuff, and uh, I like seeing uh, War Dogs. You know they do they do beat the shit out of Honmer, but they they'll bump for him too. So I like it. They work with him. Yeah, I dig it. I know, but, yeah. yeah, I know. It's <laughs> Remember we read as his wrestler diary and it was like the saddest thing of all time. <laughs> so. Sad, sad Hulk music playing in the background or something yeah, like dun, 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 dun. All right. So next we have uh, Jado, Hikaleo and Shooter Umino versus Strong Style. That's El Desperado, Minoru Suzuki and oh, Ren Narita. Of course, Ren Narita and Shooter go at it. Don't call us the three musketeers and compare us. Okay. Well, then stop fighting each other. <laughs> Stay away from each other. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? That's not entertaining. So, of course, you got to fucking beat each other up. I want that. <laughs> and the story, apparently, which is news to me, but I guess they do continue it on, is uh, Ren Narita doesn't like being helped or having help or anything like that. Oh. And I'm like, oh. all right, that's what the commentators are saying. All right, I guess that's what the story is. I This is the first piece of evidence I've ever seen for it, ever. Well, he didn't want to join Strong Style. That's right. Or they didn't want him to join them, or I don't know. Yeah, it was kind of more like a mutual thing, wasn't it? Yeah. But then they no remember because it was there was like a whole thing where Renarita like wouldn't do tag moves with them and wouldn't celebrate when they won and stuff like that's that right. and then eventually and then eventually they did and they won the titles yeah so that's right see that's it if I, if my memory is stupid uh, Mr Andrews is not so uh, but, there no, are but, two of us for a reason <laughs> that's that's right man podcasts with just one person talking boring as fuck to me that's I right. might as well read audio book I'm sorry. Like, yeah, anyway, <clears throat> no offense to people who do podcasts by themselves. Uh, you got real fired up about like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. There's uh, – all right, there's not – in fact, um, I feel like uh, – where am I? Oh, yeah. 
Uh, Ren Narita, though, he wins with a Cobra twist on Jado. Uh, and uh, at one point during this match, Hikaleo almost drops Ren on his head. Uh, Hikaleo uh, intends to do that. Maybe that's uh, an on-purpose thing. Maybe or, or or something like, hey, I'm going to make it look like he hurt himself. Okay. I don't know. Naito's going to do a move like that at some point over the course of these three nights. It'll blow my mind. <laughs> Can't wait to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Okay. Did you tell us what happened yeah. in the end of the match? Uh, at the end of the match, what would it have been? It just would have been like, uh, this isn't a preview match, is it? Like, it, this would have been Shooter and Renarita beating each other up post-match. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Ren makes Jado tap out, though. That was the finish, right? So, that's right, with the Cobra um, twist. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, I mean, that this match, that's a match. And, yeah, it's a thing that happens. But we get this huge news. They're talking about venues and stuff all of a sudden on commentary. And they break the news that fucking Dolphins Arena is getting, like, a new arena. They're, they're like, making a whole new one. Because Dolphins Arena is so fucking tiny compared to the giant crowds and thralls of people that want to see the dolphins play at home so fantastic news for our favorite coach john dennis and our favorite team the nagoya diamond dolphins so dude he's such a good coach for the diamond dolphins that like everyone and in in the area agrees that like oh there's more people coming to these shows because of the brilliant coaching so we need to fucking put more seats in this motherfucker yeah, they probably shelled out the taxes to pay for it, too. So that's how much they love the time it's often. So anyway, well, you know, technically, if you're buying New Japan World, I mean, maybe we're paying just a little tiny itty bitty bit of uh, Dolphins yeah. Arena. Who knows how the taxes work over there? But anyway, next look, we have a match. It is, in fact, a tag match. It's Zack Sabre Jr. and Shane Haste. Oh, and Fujita versus Yo. Godo and Oscar. Yay, Oscar. Um, but uh, this is a match that happens here. And Fujita taunts Yo and hits big chops on him. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Fujita goes back to school learning about uppercuts from his TMDK brethren. And there's some really, really good preview stuff from Godo and Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, that's, you know, that match is going to be awesome, obviously. Uh, Oscar and Shane get a big double tag in, and Oscar gets double hip tossed. Uh, on to Shane by Goto, and I am furious by Goto and Yo. And I mean, Yo being there makes it worse. I was fucking pissed. Yeah. It is, it's really fun, though. And Oscar, he gets a big fire up in uh, Last Ride Powerbomb. And uh, let's see here. Goto and Zack Sabre Jr. wrestle, I guess, and they do stuff. Oscar and Shane. Oh, here we go. I got uh, lost there. Sorry. We're both losing it tonight. It is what it is. It's been oh, yeah. a long tournament. Give us a break, folks. So, um, Hayes gets a big pin um, after a last ride power bomb on. Oh, he last Oscar. ride power bombs Oscar. Good lord, the Correct. way I wrote it is so confusing. So after the match, Zack Saber Jr. makes fun of Goto and calls him a dickhead, which makes me laugh. Yo and Fujita fight after, and Goto attacks the young lions, and um, they face off in the ring. Him and Zack Saber Jr. I, I reckon. I reckon Oscar. Like his hands like brushed against the ceiling ceiling of the arena when uh, Shane Hayes put him up for that power bomb. It was fucking huge, man. <laughs> Dude, I and, saw a uh, video the other day of this guy. There's this fucking baseball player named Otani, and I'm just kind of like, 
I was tangentially aware of him, but now I'm becoming very aware of him. He's it's he's like some crazy hitter and pitcher and all this stuff. He he throws the balls and hits the balls. But I saw a video of him hitting a home run so hard at the Tokyo Dome. It went through the roof and just disappeared. (laughs) (laughs) I have to send you that. That shit was amazing. I was like, wow, Tokyo Dome. But that's what Oscar's hand did. If he's doing stuff like that. I can expect some American team to snap, snap him up. Well, he's pre- that was years pre- ago when, when that happened. Oh. Uh, he ha- he has since, of course, been snatched up. So, yeah, no surprise there. All right, so next we have uh, Bushi Tetsuya Naito and Ayota Suji versus Master Wato, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi and Tungen Makabe. I like uh, I like this match. <laughs> <laughs> Tanahashi getting trolled by Lost and Goblinable's deck pawn. Uh, always makes me fucking laugh. And then uh, <clears throat> I got annoyed when the, the LIJ guys would do this to Hanma, but I'm not annoyed when they do it to Makabe because I feel like they all run circles around Makabe, especially the new guy, Yoda Suji, who Makabe must look at him and think, you're a new guy, fuck you. I'm not putting you over, brother. Well, guess what, bitch? You got no choice because uh, you're going to take his fucking moves. God damn it. Is he? (laughs) No, no, he isn't. But you better learn how to. uh, Yeah. Man, he really did not want to get beat up by Yoda Suji, did he? Like, oh, Bushi's been around for ages. Naito's Naito. Who's this fucking? Yeah. Ah, nah, he was... Whew, I was like, I mean, I even wrote, and no offense to Honma, I was like, man, Honma can keep up better than this guy. Like, what's going on here? And, and I like seeing uh, Naito trolling uh, Tanahashi on the outside. He puts him in a hold and all that kind of stuff after the bell. But uh, Yoda Suji kind of wins on Makabe, sort of, <laughs> by trying to get, like, it is the worst curb stomp in the history of curb stomps. That curb stomp was worse than uh, Mikey Nichols' O'Connor roll. Like, it was bad, but... It was not Yoda Suji's fault because I've seen him do by now. How many how many curb stomps or head moves like that have we seen him do? And they look pretty safe and pretty gnarly at the same time. Heaps. Makabe is just like, yeah, I'm not taking that. Pussy. <laughs> he did a he like took a back bump. He like flipped over and did a back bump from the curb stomp somehow. Like what? I know that like wrestlers a lot of times that's their their like instinct is to go you know is to drop on their back obviously so sometimes you see guys do that in weird spots and i get it it's just something that happens you know and that's that's probably what happened to him but it's just so funny because he was just like nope i'm not doing that that's great i love when wrestlers are like nope i'm just not gonna do that sorry man that's not gonna work for me brother fucking told you in the back you didn't want to listen here we are (laughs) That's great. Anyway, uh, that match was really fun, though. Um, for some reason, Kevin Kelly was singing Log from Lump, you know, Ren and Stimpy. You know, it's big, it's heavy, it's wood. It's better than bad, it's good. You know, um, <laughs> fucking love that shit. It's so funny. But uh, anyway, we are ready for the final night of C Block action. So who will win the C Block, Luke? Will it be the guy who's won it before? We'll see. Next, Luke, we have Mad Mikey versus Ishii. And this is good stuff here. 
Um, you know, forearm start, and Kevin quotes my guy, Les Thatcher, here at the beginning, you know, and I was like, hey, man, I know that guy. That was pretty cool. Les used to live right next to me, like fucking five minutes away. We go to lunch all the time, and I love that guy. I miss miss him. He moved away. But anyway, Mikey gets booed for gouging eyes, and there's a big struggle over suplex, and uh, what's it? Ishii finally gets it here. Ishii, he... Um, he beats up Mikey in the corner and gets fresh with chumping. I don't like that. Not needed. Take it down a notch, Ishii, okay? He didn't do it. There's a, like, fucking Chumpy is a superhero on a couple of these nights, so we need to treat him with care. So, uh, <laughs> it's great. So, uh, for, big forearm battle. Uh, Mikey hits a slap that's just, like, fucking thunderous. It's so good that Mikey starts bleeding. From the head, even though he's the one that hit Ishii. So there's a fun. <laughs> so hard he plays Ishii... himself at the same time. That's <laughs> yes, great. So Ishii does the uh, the fucking headstand uh, DDT cell for Mikey. That's pretty cool. And then he starts selling his back and his shoulder and his neck so well the Chumpy thinks it's hurt. <laughs> Chumpy's like, fucking don't touch him. I think he's hurt for real. Get away. Like Mikey is so funny. But no, they just keep wrestling and vertical suplex for two from Mikey. Mikey wants a superplex. He gets it. He gets a top rope superplex and a flurry of power moves. Ishii hits a German suplex for a big double down. And it's just all these huge moves. They're hit everybody hitting gigantic moves on everybody and for near falls. And uh, Ishii keeps sliding out. Oh, he keeps trying to do that sliding D. Like he kept trying to do that. And then he slips out of a bunch of uh, finisher temps. Huge headbutt, brain buster. Ishii wins, as he should. You know, Mad Mikey had a great tournament. The one where he had the, you know, head injury was a standout because of just how crazy Hanari. that was and how fucking badass that, that performance oh, was. and Shingo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those were both his best matches, right? So I don't know, man. Yeah. And you know, Ishii of course crushed it every single match. So Eddie Kingston. Shingo, Ish, uh, you know, and Hanari. Those are the standouts for standouts for me. Good lord. With, uh, with Mikey, yeah. Uh, by the way, after this match, Ishii has a few choice words at Mikey Nichols. I don't hear what he says, but Ishii looks pissed off, and I, I know everyone. Ishii always looks pissed off. But Ishii looks like he's fucking legit mad at Mikey Nichols, and Mikey's just like, all right, man, whatever, kind of look. Like, I don't know. Did something happen? Was uh, Ishii legit angry at some point? Something that happened in this match? Like, I don't know. This match is really good. It is rough. I've seen Ishii in rougher wars, but uh, maybe something happened that uh, he didn't expect or he got caught off guard on a move or something, and he just wasn't fucking happy. So uh, I, mean, I don't know maybe what it he was. Did bump, maybe he did bump his neck in a bad way and was scared. There for a minute, and then you know, you know what happens when men get scared, they get real yeah. mad, you know. So. I think uh, Mikey put more DVDs on Ishii in this match than there were in a early noughties uh, video store. So, there's like, what am I gonna yeah, do yeah. here? Oh, yeah, a DVD, what am I gonna do here? A DVD, what am I gonna do here? Uh, a DVD bomb, yeah, I'm like, okay. <laughs> Can you imagine you're locked up with Ishii and you're like, DVD. And he goes, no. <laughs> you did already. Five times. Not again. <laughs> oh. Next, uh, we have... Uh, 
yeah, next we have this match broke my heart. Uh, and it is it is Tamatonga versus I don't know, this this motherfucker had a, a breakout G1 for me. He's like one of those dudes that I would put up there with like, you know, a Gabe kid and some of the others in this tournament who just shun, shun big time. And that is Mr. Hinare. And all right. So having said that, this is probably the second match that Hanari has had in the G1 that I didn't fully connect with. Uh, the, the other match was the Finley match. Uh, the Finley match was just Finley being a killer. And I see someone the size of Hanare and someone the size of Finley. I expect something a bit more even. Uh, that was just a personal preference thing. Uh, this one, for me, I, I thought Hanare was awesome in this one. It's I think you will you can probably speak to this in more detail. I'm probably just going to... I won't repeat myself too bad, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> I thought I thought Hanari was great. He's full of fire, full of charisma. He's he's just gone and done all these amazing changes, done all these amazing things, and I I used to have uh, when it came to Tamatonga. I think I used to have this like poster on my wall, like Molder, you know, metaphys- metaphorical poster of uh, I want to believe. Yeah, it's in the it's in the trash garbage. I think now I'm, I don't know. He's in Hontai, Hontai, and I, I feel like he's a little he's stale, and they've only just done his face turn. So, also I feel like he tapped out really early in this match, and uh, Chumpy wasn't paying attention. So uh, I'm gonna do a rare <laughs> fuck you, Chumpy. Aww. So uh, yeah, but uh, I don't know. You can talk about this a, a little more as to why it didn't you didn't gel with it, but uh, Tamatonga does win. And I was just like, fucking boo! <laughs> and I know why they did it, because because it's to add tension for the last couple matches. Tension that the last couple matches didn't need. And uh, I would have preferred to see Hanare with some extra points instead. This match had some weird things happen in it. Like, where Thomas Tonga looks up in the corner. He's about to go for his big splash, but this was like the corner that Hanari did this really cool deal where he pulls down the turnbuckle, a cover, right? And he's not using that to hit somebody with it. He uses it so he can kind of stuff Thomas Tonga in there and start working his midsection, right? Well, that was really cool. I like that. I think we've seen him do that one other time, maybe. Um, but yeah, that but Thomas Tonga is going to go off the top rope and he looks in that corner and goes like, no, not going from that corner. And and like commentary starts telling the story like, oh, it would be harder to jump off of with up, up there like that, you know, and that's just not true. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know like what like I think it like then they kind of change their story and say, oh, I think it was a distance thing. But it, I think it was just a screw up. <laughs> I think that's what it was. And they were trying to cover uh, anyway. Um, it, But I, I have a problem with this ending here because it's like. Like, Tama fires up. There's, like, rampage tackle. Hanari's finally getting some shit in here, man, you know? And uh, he Tama fires up and punches him, Hanari. You know, noted strike artist, Tama Tonga, right? What? And mm. and so that's what gets him, you know, Hanari down to finally hit the J-Driller for the win. You know, Tama, not known for his striking ability, uses a punch to help him win. I don't, I don't get that. But... There was a cool thing on the way out. Hanare, he's fucking selling dejected, 
exhausted. He's on his way out. He goes to Abe's uh, desk there, you know, and he grabs his scorecard and just looks at it and it's like, fuck. And, you know, he gets a decent ovation on his way out. Good job, Minari. Yeah. Like, I know commentators and everyone will just bang on about how important scores are. Uh, but, uh, you know, Ishii's got jack shit and probably had well, a better tournament than most people. And yeah. Hanare also low scored. But uh, I said it on the Tweety, and let's just say it on the show, for prosperity as well, I liked Hanare's G1 a lot more than Tamatonga's. Yeah. Yeah, my, my cliche thing that I tweeted out was, Hanari won the G1 without winning the G1, right? Because, I mean, how do you really win the G1? Well, you have a memorable performance that is, like, you know, character changing or character progressing. And that's that's what he did. So I think he succeeded. Um, sad that he didn't, you know, win a bunch of matches. But at the same time, we, we, are, we do have to tell the story, uh, just to go back for a second, that the reason points weren't match- mentioned in the first match that we just talked about as far as the g1 matches is because ishii and mikey were already eliminated at this point hanari was eliminated so you know we want to make sure that tama's in the conversation i guess of this uh the end of c block tama has nine points and is at this point the top of the c block so that's right next we have uh a pretty fucking great match it is something that you know is going to be great it's finley versus eddie kingston but you're not sure so you're not sure what form this is going to take right and with there's this like video that's out there and it's tremendous it's it's eddie kingston meeting kawada and so commentary talks about that a little bit and it's just fucking awesome you gotta watch that if you haven't seen it he's a kid on christmas morning <laughs> eddie kingston apparently, apparently new japan surprised him with it too like they didn't tell oh, him what was really? happening well, the, I saw uh, they filmed a yeah. bunch of stuff with him, and I think they yeah. filmed a bunch of shit during the G1, so hopefully we'll get to see some of that in the future. But that shit, uh, that is amazing. Anyway, so these two lock up, and we get the heavyweight rope break spot after a long lockup. Eddie double legs Finley, and uh, <laughs> and this he kicks his fucking ass on, on the outside. It's great. Eddie takes too much time, though, arguing with Red Shoes and gets hit with a suplex on the floor. And Gato loves it. He tells us, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) So that's amazing. There's all kinds of heat on Eddie. He's selling his ass off. And he dodges a lariat to his back and hits one of his own to Finley's front. Eddie, uh, Eddie. yes, Eddie. He hits a few sets of chops in the corner. And now it's suplex time. They go back and forth. Uh, It's very, very good. And I'm just like... Lacking a little excitement for this show at the time because I'm just kind of G1'd out, I think, a little bit. This match is very good. If I don't do it justice, I apologize. But Eddie gets knocked off the top rope to the outside, and Finley throws him head first into the ring post, and that's nice. Gato, he's so he says, he tells us how happy he is. <laughs> he says, I'm so happy. I love that. Anyway. So Eddie gets in at 19 here on her countout spot, and Gato wants the ref to stop the match, which I thought was funny. So uh, there's a half and half suplex out of nowhere from Eddie. Desperation, desperation back fist, um, and that lands for Eddie, and he scores a two count. He takes the straps down and fires up, and the crowd's losing their minds. Eddie keeps trying to get the Northern Lights bomb, but 
you know, he hits two more back fists instead. Northern Lights bomb, but he's fucked and can't get to the pin. So he did his finish on Finley. Finley gets the old uh, foot on the rope steal. And you knew it was coming because, by the way, they framed it with the camera. That's oh, one yeah. thing. You know, New Japan can't do that spot as well as a place that's willing to cut the camera 50 times, you know, but it, it's still, it was great. You know, I love, you knew it was coming, but it still works. So anyway, Finley is almost dead. But he lifts Eddie up for the blue steel driver for a double down with five minutes to go. They do the Bouye spot. It gets violent. Finally, Finley gets the blue steel driver again and wins. He wins C block once again and will now face Will Ospreay, which is always a tremendous match. Luke, what do you think of this? All right. So there will be nights where a match either doesn't go my way or I didn't gel with it. And it just, I'm just like, it's, I, it, it deflates me, and it might take a match or two before I cheer the fuck up. But one thing that does cheer me up a lot is seeing a match featuring a never-open champion, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's And right. that's what this was to me. So seeing someone with that gold, then uh, proceed to have an awesome match with, uh, with uh, Eddie Kingston. This was great. Two-time Steve champ, baby, David Finley. He needs... Another little thumbs up trophy. Double thumbs up. Dude, Dude a big this... one. Needs a really yeah. big thumbs up trophy for winning C block. Like the biggest one you ever seen. <laughs> That's it, man. And this is this is the story that it needed to be. Because uh hey, uh Hikaleo, he uh he beat Jay, you're out of Japan. Hey uh Eddie Kingston, he beat Jay, you're out of New Japan all up. Well, you know, all the people that kind of Jay just couldn't get his uh, revenge on or just couldn't defeat, Finley's knocking them down. They've been set up, and Finley's knocking them down, which is yeah. awesome. He's, he's been – he had a great G1. He, he is having oh, yeah. a great G1. Absolutely. So uh, this was just my shit. I, I, I loved it. Suplexing the shit out of each other. I love freaking the, the back fist. I like – like Finley does like the fastest into oblivion. That's the one where um, he just lands and they can't make the cover. It yeah. was like so fast. It was like watching one of uh, Shingo's really fast snap made in Japan. It's like, like how'd you do that that quick? Like what? That was. <laughs> of course, of course. And the rest is up with Shingo as well. But that's, but still that's, do it. That yeah, snappy. Not, not seeing Eddie move that fast. You know what I mean? Like I. Mm. Everybody got up for everybody, you know? That's right. Uh, I thought it was an early match and exactly kind of what I want when uh, one guy is the never-open champion. Now, Luke, <sighs> before we move on to this next match, there's this big, long explanation because there's this bizarre – there's, like, not only is this, a like, a someone could win the G1 match here, but there's, like, a stipulation about hair – and then there's this whole possibility of another match. Tell me all about this here. All right. So what happens uh, before this match starts is there's a, there's a bit of Japanese going on. And uh, thank goodness Chris Charlton's here to explain it all because he wasn't there to explain it all the next night. And Kevin's like, oh, we might get another match. No, uh, it's different <laughs> on the next night. <laughs> but uh, because of the point standings, at this point, like, you've got uh, – uh, for the main event, you'd have, like, Evil was on eight points – uh, and Shingo was on seven, so Shingo wins. He's he's nine, and you got David Finley 
know, he's, he lost Tied to Tamatonga. But yeah. yeah. So if Shingo beats Evil, then uh, Shingo and Tama, who had a draw against each other, would have to wrestle again straight away, like as soon as the match happens. <laughs> I love and, that. So and I'm just like, my reaction to that was, no, do not want. Why? Because I already watched the Tamatonga match tonight, and I wasn't <laughs> impressed with it. So but, I don't want to. But you're going to talk about what heels do. And one of the biggest things that you have to do with heels is you have to tease something that the audience is going to want that the heel can take away. You know what I mean? And cause not to happen. And I know it didn't work for you. For most people were thinking, oh, my gosh, like a crazy extra match. That's wild. Shingo would have to wrestle right after that. That's not fair, but I bet it'll win. I'd like to see that, you know. And so maybe (laughs) the heel could take that away from the audience. Just saying, you know. I feel like I was the only – maybe you don't care, but I feel like I was the only one being like, evil. I was going for evil even more. Like, this is – like. Before that announcement, I was like, all right, Evil, you've won all these matches. You're a bit of a prick. Time to get your comeuppance. And I love Evil, but I understand, like, he's a douchebag heel. Douchebag heels eventually got to get beat up. I like it when Suzuki was a heel. I like it. So I'm like, all right, time to get your head shaved, you son of a bitch. It's, it's time. But then they announced this. Oh, if Evil w- w- loses, there's going to be another match. And I'm like, well, that's going to overshadow the head shaving, isn't it? Like... Because the head shaving is going to be a big deal, and the fans are going to want to see Evil get, like, humiliated. Because, you know, hair shaving and stuff is a big deal in, in Japan. Like, I, I remember it would be a big deal when uh, Goto beat Suzuki, and he had to get his head head shaved. And then uh, Suzuki yeah. ended up having cooler hair anyway, because he just did, like, kind of patterns in his shaved head. Uh, so, uh, I guess you can't just have a haircut in, in, in wrestling. You've got you've to gotta do it this way. So, that that's, that's where I was at. So it, it is Evil versus Shingo Takagi. This match makes everyone lose their minds. In fact, I'm one of the people who lost their mind watching this match, but not for the reason everybody else thinks. Actually, if they've listened to this show, they know why I lost my mind. <laughs> I know they did this to me for tension, though. It's fine. Like, I w- and, uh, yeah, everyone, uh, this is the match I watched twice. In fact, I messaged Andy, and I was like, I'm watching Evil versus Shingo again. And uh, Andy was like, I'm going to do that too. Yeah. And you did. <laughs> awesome. In fact, I was I was watching it again in English, and you're like, I'm watching the Japanese one. And I'm like, yeah, that would be a good kind of uh, viewing experience for the second time. So I switched to the Japanese as well. We got uh, Togo on, uh, on commentary. Of course, he's going to stay there, isn't he? <laughs> he's not you know, you know, <laughs> You know, Togo and the House of Torture Boys are rule breakers when he does the uh, – the dastardly thing of getting up from commentary. Yeah, that is heel shit. <laughs> <laughs> this match is awesome. Uh, it, there's amazing bumps. There's comedy spots. There's near falls. There's uh, someone comes back who hasn't been around for a while. It's got everything. I I don't know what. Because here, here's some of the cool shit we've got. There's a late-stage Katamari Gambit and a T-shirt choke. Because Evil's got his new, like, shirt kind of tucked into his pants, like, where a belt might go. Like, a lot of wrestlers and stuff do that. Well, well Evil doesn't do it just to advertise his merch. He's got a choker prick with it, of course. <laughs> Togo doesn't last long on commentary. He's got a match to help Evil win. Come on. And, uh... 
He doesn't last long on commentary either because Evil's like getting wailed on in the corner. No, it's not. It's not on, dude. There's, oh man, the way they work Abe into this match, the timekeeper is shaking because <laughs> Evil goes for that Abe spot and Shingo's like, no, 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 and and Abe's like, thank you, thank you. Then he gets a serious scrunched up face as as if to say, fuck that Evil up for me, please. And Shingo's like, yes. I will Shigo, do this. Yes, he, he reassures him. I don't worry. I'm definitely not gonna come flying right through your table. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> <you know? laughs> he almost goes into it a second time. Oh, oh, oh. No, oh. that's all good. <laughs> Rule threes. Boom. And Ame goes freaking flying. It's amazing. Evil tries to use the hair uh, clippers, uh, but he fails. And then Togo does something so fucking amazing. It's like you ever watch like uh, some kind of movie or drama set that has a, a prison scene or set in a prison where uh, someone's just been shivved and then then he passes the knife behind him or the shiv and yeah, the other guy yeah. just takes it, hides it like it was nothing? Well, Evil fails using the hand clippers and before the four red shoes can even like see that they were even a factor, Togo's just casually like grabbed them and put them in his pocket like nothing ever happened, like, like, a, like a shiv hiding. I'm like... Oh, that is so good. Evil gets mega heat because he hates Scar. Just to steal your joke. <laughs> oh, this is fucking great. Yujiro and Sho come out and there's booze. They just walked out. They didn't do anything. <laughs> That's how you know this is working. They just have to show up. Boo. Boo. Oh, God, is this so good. It is so good that... This ain't your daddy's uh, L.I.J. This is the post-Sonata L.I.J. Sonata leaves because he's like, no one's got my back. Well, this L.I.J., they got your back. Right. And nothing makes you go, I'm going to get my partners back, more than seeing House of Torture wail on them. <laughs> because uh, Yoda Suji comes out, and and so does, I think it's uh, Bushi. They 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 come out to kind of like make saves and and take out fucking. They get jobbed out like right away. Oh, <laughs> it's big so time. Funny. We, like, but we do get a, a moonsault by Yoda from the from the like uh, the middle ring post onto the guys and stuff. It's really cool. But yes, they get taken out because they're doing the face stuff. And uh, hey, I've got a pimp cane. Oh, I got a spanner. Do do do. All that kind of stuff. And you just our uh, ref gets pulled out. Oh, it's it's all happening, and then you got fucking, and then and then it happens. I think people brushed over this because of the way this match ends and all that kind of stuff. But hey, he's back from fucking wrestling dinosaurs. It's Hiromu. The crowd goes freaking insane. Hiromu yeah. is back in New Japan. Yes, he pulls the ref out like Hattie Togo did earlier. And guess what? The crowd goes nuts for that. Oh, it's all right when the fucking faces do it. Of course it is, because evil deserved that shit. Of course. Whilst all this cheat stuff happens, there are spots where evil bumps like a freaking maniac for Shingo and, and getting his comeuppance, and the crowd's just fucking losing it. They love that. I love it too. This is great. But it is just too much. The House of Torture Boys... They, they're like, oh, you think we're all jokes that we none of this ever works for us? Well, look how far evil's come in the G1. And guess what? He's gone even further. Low blow. Everything is evil. <laughs> I 
stand up out of my chair and scream. And Charity, who has not long, not long uh, previous to that, gone to gone to bed, uh, is waking up going, oh, who won? Like in a sleepy voice, all of a sudden, then I was like, <laughs> again, ah, oh, this match had great bumps, amazing timing, and not just amazing timing from Red Shoes, Evil, Shingo, and Dick Togo, but with Sho, Yujiro, Bushi, Yoda Suji, Hiromu Takahashi, it just, it all just came together. I even saw Chris Schmamshma. On the tweet, you go, I thought this match was awesome, and I've turned my comments off because you're going to be like, about it. And I'm like, yeah, they, they probably are. Uh, in fact, uh, even I got uh, a snarky person or two going, this is the worst G1 night ever. And I'm like, people just, people take New Japan so seriously. We're the king of sports. We have a sports presentation. Yeah, but it's also wrestling. With good guys and bad guys. Evil only works if he wins. If he loses all the time, what's the fucking point? You need to someone to boo. So, like, this is how wrestling works. Aren't you people all smarty marks or whatever? How do you not get this? It's better when evil wins, 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 and then he loses and everyone's just like, yes, it's a catharsis, finally. He gets his comeuppance. It's amazing. But it doesn't work if he loses like a cartoon every time. Hard. And the G1 isn't this pure wrestling thing you all think it is. Hell, I was telling this to Charity this morning, and and she summed it up in two words. Oh, maybe two, with one wrestler's name, uh, which is two words. Uh, With one sentence, she proved my point. (laughs) Isn't Yano in the G1? Yeah. And what is he doing the whole time? Having... Silly, dumb comedy matches, and they're fucking awesome. Not only does he do that, but the wrestlers he does that with go along with it. The serious wrestlers, the ones that everyone likes who does the five-star bangers. I've seen Kenny Omega be a total goofball running the ropes with his legs taped. He doesn't need to do that. It's Kenny fucking Omega. I've seen Zack Sabre Jr. have a 15-minute comedy match with this man, and it's one of my favorite marquee matchups for me. Like... Wrestling is New Japan isn't this like strong style always all the time pure thing everyone thinks it is. It's a melting pot of all different kinds of wrestling. That's why it works for me because it does all these different kinds of wrestling and in my opinion it does it better than any other wrestling company on the fucking planet. God damn. All right, I love this match. What do you think? Oh, no, that was <laughs> tremendous, Luke. I I agree with you. I like this match a lot. I watched it twice, and at the end of the second time, I was like, still fucking awesome. I don't know. You know what I mean? Watch it again. It's still it's great. amazing. I mean, okay, so there's a part in this match where we get right in a row. We get It's just completely, completely out of control. Hiromu shows up out of nowhere. He takes out show. He pulls a ref. There's fucking uh, Bushi hits the mist. On Yujiro. Then then Suji hits that fucking triangle moonsault. And then Shigo hits a pumping bomber. And the crowd, like, all boom, 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 boom. For their big last, like, you know, comeback before finally, you know, they lose. You know, LIJ in the end uh, lose as a team, kind of, you know. And, man, it's just, that is just, you can't. Like you said, I mean, even on the micro level, on the macro level, you can't get to these like highs that they got to in this particular form 
Well, uh, let me rephrase that. What if I say, okay, there's a million ways to get to that high, to get to where they got to in this match. And this was just one of them. You know what I mean? I, I, I have this friend uh, who's a wrestler and he told me once, he said, there's a million ways to do pro wrestling right. And there's only a few ways to do it wrong, you know? And I mean, I really believe that. And so, I mean, we'll, we'll see how I think about that after I watch a few Goto matches, but at the same time, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding, but uh, you know, I, I think that this, this just, I get why people are mad. And I, I just, I, it's kind of like trying to have it both ways when you're like, Oh, I, you know, I, I look at wrestling only analytically, you know? Um, and then you're like, Oh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I just, People can do whatever they want. I'm not trying to criticize anybody, but it's just wild. Some of the people that were pissed off about this, I was like, what? Wait, like, and I get it. Maybe you're a huge Shingo fan, or maybe you just like Niner's friends. And if that's the case, I get it. That That's like the one situation where I understand this. You know, if you're just a massive Shingo fan and you thought he was going to win the G1, you had all your eggs in the Shingo basket. Yeah, I get you're mad, but you be, you should be mad like as a fan, not like, well, fuck evil. He's the worst, you know, like, I don't, I like, it seems like people took it personally. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Like, that's what I was trying to get to. I'm not immune to it. I get passionate about some things, but yeah, it's, it's usually like my boy didn't go over. It's not like this wrestler who wrestles this certain style, a certain way, like really pisses me off. I don't know, man. I just, yeah, this is, Great timing, awesome match. It does make people mad. Uh, by the way, I'm also a huge Shingo fan, everyone. Like, I would have been just fine with Shingo winning, but I just didn't right. have another time of match. But, you know, so this this totally worked for me. They both made me believe that Evil was going to win or Shingo was going to win. So even if I could, even if I had said something like, oh, but that would have taken away from the head shaving, so Evil has to win. Doesn't matter. They made me believe. I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. Right. And it was just a blast. And like we talked about at the top of that match, he took away that extra thing too. that match with Tama. Not only did he take away Tama's G1, but he took away Tama's extra chance there, you know? So that's just another you know, thing that evil did to piss everybody off. And I mean, the crowd fucking let him have it. That must've been so fun, you know, being there, but, uh, all right, everyone. So that was night 15 of the G1 climax. <laughs> So let's jump in to night 16 of the G1 Climax. <laughs> you okay? Yeah. Well, I'm well clenched, so I'm all good. <laughs> Luke, we, uh, we, of course, we are at the Axe City Gymnasium. And by the way, their website is tremendous. You should go to that website. It's, it's like one of the most well-designed websites i've ever seen in my life it's incredible but um i did find some one-star google reviews for their venue and uh luke i, I believe you have one to read is that correct <laughs> oh, this is amazing yes sir. yes i do uh this is about the uh, act city in hamamatsu since since it is a tax return place i use it reluctantly but the parking is a lot is so expensive that it is painful. One star. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, fair enough. I, I can understand that, you know. Well, uh, Luke, I also have a one-star review. Uh, and it is uh, it's for Axie Gymnasium. Of course, it says, 
the payment machine in the parking lot is not working properly. So I contacted the security guard, but it doesn't connect at all. You should be able to see it on your surveillance camera. I don't know if he's slacking off or sleeping, but there's a certain degree of negligence on Star. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was so awesome. Degree of negligence. <laughs> he's not sure how much, but there is some. <laughs> so, oh my God, that's fantastic. So, ooh, all right, Luke. So this is the night where the guys beat the shit out of each other. And I kind of didn't realize that was happening until like, the second or third match i was like oh you know this first one's very good here though uh, we we just have chris on commentary tonight but he will be joined by someone else later good. so um we have shingo and nakashima who is broken arm young lion versus mr g1 climax evil and so <laughs> he's evil's having abe announce him as mr g1 <laughs> And everyone's getting so pissed off about oh, it too. Tremendous. <laughs> so funny man i love it so but now broken arm young lion has a new haircut and he looks like he thinks he's so cool because he's tagging with shingo he, he's like i'm tough look at me in my haircut and he also has a broken arm which house of torture like oh i know and so they destroy his his arm you know um it's you know it's it's eddie king no no so shingo gets some of his shit in but he has no chance uh, oh no, it's not. I, yeah, is it Eddie Kingston in this and and Nakashima? I'm sorry. So I wrote Shingo. Who is in this match, Luke? Tell me. It is Evil and Show versus Eddie Kingston and Ayuto oh, and Nakashima. I wrote him down as Shingo. Okay, so what's anyway? He comes out. Nakajima does, thinking he's cool because he's tagging with Eddie Kingston, not with Shingo. It's kind of the same thing though. And um, House of Torture, they break his arm. And Eddie gets some of his shit in, but he has no chance against House of Torture's numbers. And Sho pins Nakashima. Uh, poor Nakashima. But I should trust the notes. I'm sorry. You should trust the notes. Uh, and he makes a, a you know, tap, it, tap out, wasn't it? Oh, no, it was a snake bite first. Eddie was just like, nah, that's not happening. Then a shock arrow. Correct. Man, that was, that's also pre- that was a pretty decent match. And uh, I think Yudo's... Put on a little extra beef as well. Not a bad way. I think he's. Uh, I think he's going to start building that muscle up. This man, he's looking like one strong dude, and he's going to get even stronger, I guess, uh, as time goes on. What do you think of his hair? I mean, come on. I like it. It's, like it? it's pretty snazzy, man. I like yeah. it. Not a... <laughs> so, uh, you know, <clears throat> uh, yeah, yes. good stuff. But uh, I like that. Uh, <laughs> evil pissed everybody off the night before. So uh, Gator's like, all right, let's uh, let's get this out of the way early and have Evil in the opener just to calm people down. It's like, all right, Evil's out of the way. Relax, right. everyone. Relax. So uh, I did like that. And uh, next we have Rio Hot Iwa and Kaido Kiyomiya versus Mikey Nichols and Kosai Vegeta. And uh, by the way, uh, I feel like it's in Kaido Kiyomiya's uh, contract uh, that he's contractually obligated to be a loser. Because uh, he can't even win a fucking tag match with two young uh, young lion on each side yeah. with Mikey Nichols in it. Like, <laughs> fucking what? Mikey pins Ryohai Iwa after a cool-looking DVD bomb, but a lame sliding lariat off the ropes because, like, Iwa's too close to him or something. I'm just like, come on, man. Like, what do you... <sighs> All right, whatever. Uh, but uh, it was a kind of a, a lame sliding lariat finish. But a good, good DVD bomb before that. If uh, Mikey knows how to do one move, because I've seen him do it a bajillion times, it's the <laughs> DVD. <laughs> yeah, 
Paul, Paul Kaler came in. Yeah, I mean, Fujita had a standoff with him after the match, so that, you know, he's, <laughs> like, he's good. What is he doing? Fujita's like, you ain't shit. I mean, poor Kiyomiya. <laughs> Not only did he go from feuding with Okada to feud, now he's feuding with a young lion. Oh. <laughs> anyway, it is kind of funny at this point. But anyway, all right, next week we have, I'm sure, of the people in this match. It is, in fact, Shota Umino. Master Huato and Hikaleo tagging versus Finley, Gabe Kidd, and Gato. I love Gato when he wrestles. It's the best. So Gabe, Ka- Gabe Kidd, he trash talks Watto, and it's really funny. It's like, yeah. And Watto's like, yeah, well, I'm wrestling you or something. Like, Watto's real bad at, like, comebacks. He's just, he's just kind of a nerd, you know, and he's not good at that part. But he's good at the flippy flops and stuff, so, and kickies. So there's... Tremendous stuff. This is a preview. Well, no, this is not a preview match. Okay, so we get, but we get awesome stuff uh, between Finley and Shota, whether it's preview or not. Like, it's fucking fantastic. It's so good. And this is the match where everybody starts to just kill each other. <laughs> so it's like every time Shota Umino hits these drop kicks and he's smearing dudes' faces off with them, it's amazing. Gabe Kid walks over to commentary and he's like, Give me that fucking mic. He's like, Kevin Kelly, you're a piece of shit. When are you fucking off to AEW? <laughs> so funny. So funny, man. Uh, <laughs> he, he, also, he also makes fun of the people screaming for Shota. He's like, Shota in the mic, which is pretty funny, too. But uh, anyway, Hikaleo gets a great hot tag, and this match is just fucking super stiff for no reason. Everybody's just beating each other up. <laughs> it's crazy. Finley tries to kill Master Watto, and uh, he doesn't succeed, but it's pretty close. And uh, he and Shota mix it up on the outside while Watto taps out Gato to the vend of all. Got to build up Watto. He did not have his trophy, by the way. But uh, after the match, Bullet Club destroy the good guys and kill Hikaleo's leg right oh my god like it doesn't even matter what happened in that match i'll forever remember it for when you fucking back to aw bruv (laughs) oh my god i mean gabe kid fucking hilarious oh and yeah and next we have uh a match which is absolute never as fuck like they they saw the previous match and was like oh we can go as hard as that and uh ishii's like no we can't we can go harder it's uh, Honma, uh, Tomoaki Honma, and Tomohiro Ishii. Oh, what yeah. a cool tag team. Tag Put team. them in World Tag League. <laughs> <laughs> Versus uh, Hanare and the Great Okan. So uh, <laughs> Ishii and Hanare are going at it. They're getting pretty stiff with it, pissed off with each other. And then they both get really angry at Honma when he tags himself in. They're just like, hey! We're fighting here, <laughs> and then uh, and then Homer's like, I want to fight now, and Harry's like, Fuck you, I'm tagging in Great Khan. <laughs> this is this is awesome. It's just a, like it's just tag stuff. It's not a preview for anything. Three of these men are not are, are eliminated completely. Like they didn't even score that highly. Like, and then Hidari and Homer are in the ring, and they're just like. Headbutt war? Headbutt war. Let's do it. And they just start headbutting each other. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, don't do that. All right, keep doing it. No, stop it. Yes, oh, oh, yep. Hanma, <laughs> uh, like, 
Hanare and Great Akana both bumping like maniacs for, for Mr. Homer as well. We all know Homer's going to get his ass beat, but a part of the fun here is seeing uh, him get his Kakeshis and see him one up and uh, go toe to toe, at least for a time, with the Never Guys. It's fucking awesome. It's gnarlier than this match even ever needed to be. Streets of Rage on Honma for the win. Oh my god. I was just like, this match had me laughing in the kind of way of like the, that holy shit, like what the fuck is going on here kind of laugh. They're killing each other. It was, it was, it was great. <laughs> he got he got to do his whole like throat chop gimmick, which was awesome, and uh, <laughs> I love that. And that was he did that to Hanari because Hanari called him a motherfucker, <laughs> and he's like you motherfucker like that, like whoa. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was uh, that was really funny. Um, man, mm-hmm. that match was tremendous, and like you said, it's like one of those ones like what are we doing? Why? I mean, thank you, but why? <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. So, all right, next, Luke, we have another really good one. It's Suji, Shingo, and Bushi versus Ren Narita, Suzuki, and Desperado. And Bushi has this wild, like, clown wearing a hat with a tongue out mask. It's wild. And uh, Ren Narita, he calls Suji out, and they start, and we see some Suzuki versus Suji, which is very intriguing. And they, they both have, like, that crazy laugh, you know, and smile. So they kind of have a laugh crazy smile off thing that's pretty fun <laughs> um, i like that lij they team up and beat up desperado for a bit and it's weird seeing desperado match where ishii isn't in it like what's going on here <laughs> that's because he's been wrestling know, right? for like a year you know so the so bushi kicks uh someone off the apron so suzuki returns the favor oh they're doing the like we're cheating from the outside thing kicking somebody running into the ropes Shingo in this match and it's fucking just unbelievably good. We also get Suzuki versus Ren Narita and it's fucking or excuse me Suzuki versus Bushi which is kind of fun too. And uh, Shingo, let's see here. Yeah, those guys do a bunch of awesome wrestling. Then everybody's in the pool. Ren chokes out Bushi. He gets the win. Ah, oh, so many matches. That was awesome though. But um, I don't know, Luke. What'd you think of that? Wasn't as awesome as the one before. It was still pretty. No, maybe not, but uh, I still thought like these two teams both went harder than they should have, I guess. Look, like telling the boys not to go hard and be awesome wrestlers. Like, I don't know. But yeah, this is like, it's like, all right, we just saw the, uh, we just saw the uh, Wato, Shooter, Hikaleo, Bullet Club match, and then uh, Ishii, Ishii. Hinari, Greater Khan, Honra, just like, oh, well, all right, well, now we got to go hard. We're not going to let them up stages. And then, like, Strong Style and uh, LIJ are just like, well, we'll fucking, we can't not go hard now. Like, we, we got to kick each other's asses too. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> Good. Hey, man. <laughs> we don't necessarily need them to do it every night, but uh, when they pull that stuff out for no reason, I'm, I'm going to lap it up as, as, as you did. Yeah, we get uh, we're moving on to the block uh, matches and my God, the next one's so amazing. But first, we have to mention that Eddie Kingston joins uh, Chris or uh, God damn it, Kevin Kelly on commentary. And it's it's a delight. You know, it's just a treat The he knows how to do commentary. He's tremendous at it. And just his voice alone, just listening to him talk is like, man, I like listening to you talk. 
Yeah, he's got a career on as a commentator if he if he wants one after his uh, wrestling career is is wrapped up. Could you imagine grizzled old Eddie Kingston? He's like sixties, like yeah, these fucking kids are weird, you know. <laughs> 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 that would be, that would be one day, you know. Oh my goodness. So yes, uh, not only did we watch a lot of good wrestling, and we're having fun podcasting, but I feel like everyone listening is also hearing us have a complete mental breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Next we have uh, a really fun uh, G1 Climax match. Uh, but, but Andy, this isn't what the G1's known for. This has cheating in it, and fun, and jokes, and things. What? Fucking people are stupid. Anyway, it's Toriyano versus Alex Coughlet? Alex C. There's a major Hanamaru gambit on Yano by both Gabriel Kidd and Alex C's Paul Bell. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, they set him up on Yano's chair. Uh, Alex goes to run and charge him, but drove, dropped her hold onto the chair and a chair shot on Gabriel Kidd. Uh oh. War dogs are fucked up. We have unlocked Murayano, and yeah. he fucking whoops their ass <laughs> on the outside. Like, he's just like, oh, is that how it is now? You're in the railing with extra stink. You're in the railing with extra stink. Uh, you're going for a fucking table. Like, I'm not putting up with any of this shit. Yano's just going, like, absolutely freaking nuts. Oh, my God. Like, they get in, and Marty eventually rings the bell. Alex is sent straight away into the exposed deal. <laughs> Matliano's <laughs> given no fucks. Like, <laughs> yeah, he, does he try to do some of his cheating stuff? Not really. Doesn't point to his head. Doesn't really grab the ropes and go, oh, 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 that kind of stuff. Doesn't do any of that. No, fucking the war dogs pissed him off so much. We get, like, killer blonde head Yano, and it's awesome. I like that there are some guys on the roster that can just bring this out of Yano. Do I like my fun, silly Yano matches? Of course. They're some of my highlights of every G1 I've watched since 2017, my first G1. So I, I love it. But then I just love that these two douchebags have been pissing everyone off left, right, and center. And even Yano's just like, oh, fuck these guys. Just, uh. you know, but... Uh, uh, Alex uses the strong title, tag title, to Yano's noggin, and a jackhammer for the one, two, three. Uh, this is this was an absolute blast. Dude, I, I love I love this match. It was so <laughs> yeah. there's like this element of danger in this match too because they have these like office chair kind of things that everybody's sitting in, and so when they throw them they go bouncing around they're kind of like unpredictable you know where they're going to go and so people are getting hit with these chairs <laughs> like people are getting pushed and all kinds of stuff and it's just that is fun also I, I i i'm not trying to be a dick okay but i can't help it but not point out how much better in like sadistic yano seemed in this short match than he did in that time that he dyed his hair again and like and fought chase owens remember that you know yeah. it's like a big disappointment whereas this he gets in the ring with scissors and tries to kill alex c <laughs> he and, does. and marty asami saves his life and like the i mean he, yeah. he is trying to kill him with scissors 
it's just like it's just amazing and i don't know i thought this was so much more fun and more I, i'm not trying to be a dick but it's hard to not compare them when you know this is an obvious type of thing but also something that made me laugh so hard is that so you know few minutes before gay kid has been put through a table so he's dead in the table and like and alex wins and so like Gabe kids like somewhat conscious and like just holds up the fucking, you know, the too sweet and he's just dead in the table, like, but celebrating kind of. And it reminds me of like <laughs> on Beavis and Butthead when like, you know, Butthead has coerced Beavis into just getting destroyed by something. And he's like, oh, that was so awesome. And Beavis is like, yeah, awesome. And he's dying for what, you know, <laughs> it's just reminded me so much of that. I thought you liked this. <laughs> oh, man. man. That match was amazing. I, uh, so anyway, all right. He's, next week we have the War Dogs music and just throws up the thing. Yeah, it, it, oh <laughs> it's so funny. So uh, next, Luke, another just tremendous match. It's Shane Haste versus Jeff Cobb. And like, so throughout the tournament, we've seen this thing where like Shane Haste has power, and it's just like crazy power. He could just pull out when he needs to pull it out. And so that's like this whole match is him just doing that. It's awesome. So. He also signs his, his silly hat and gives it to a little kid. And I don't know if you could see this, but on you could see in the back of the, you know, over by the entrance, Shota Umino was peeking out and he was seething in anger. So, because, um, I mean, <laughs> Shane Hayes trying to steal his, his uh, fan base. But um, anyway, they do some standard heavyweight shit, and it's very good. Wrist lock escapes, and I see what we're doing. Oh, we're doing, like, the junior wrestling heavyweight style. And so they do, like, the junior open with, like, a, you know, wrist lock escapes and all that stuff. And, you know, Jeff's Cobb's doing it, and it's amazing. So they do, like, drop down, leapfrog. But, no, Cobb grabs him for a bear hug, and, and that – is incredible he throws him off hits a drop kick boom tremendous wrestling crowd's like wow you know so haste uses power like he's done the whole tournament he hits a fucking power bomb onto the apron with jeff cobb and listen i've seen that move a million times on the indies in person and like if that if you don't get the person up in the air a decent amount above the actual ring apron. It doesn't make it much looks of a like sound. you set him down. Yeah. And so like, and like to do that to Jeff Cobb, like, fuck me, dude. Amazing. Yeah. So, Absolutely. but Cobb's power helps him fend off haste, you know, attack a little. And so they trade strikes. Cobb gets a bunch of lariats in the corner, starts doing his shit, standing moonsault. They have a lariat battle and haste hits a roundhouse and a flying knee strike. He picks up Cobb and hits the fucking orange crush for two. Like, what? <laughs> That's amazing. So they do a Fouvier spot and the crowd is totally split, you know. Uh, into the ropes, Haste hits a drop kick. They fight up the ramp and Marty gets chumped out and goes, he goes, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> pushed and it's so amazing because he gets pushed towards the camera the guy that's following him up there and so we just see marty's face and then he goes off camera and we hear whoa <laughs> oh man back body drop on the ramp uh from uh, haste and cop goes back in the ring haste tries to interfere with Cobb getting back in the ring right but cop's like no i'm not gonna do that and they fight on the floor and haste just kind of like locks the le the guardrails with his legs and then grabs on the Cobb's leg and won't let go at double count out. So it, it helps Zack Sabre Jr. It sucks that Shane Haste is like, you know, kind of, 
I don't know. It kind of doesn't help him to do that. <laughs> I mean, it helps Zack Sabre Jr., but the match was tremendous. And then Jeff Cobb, after the match, walks over and just pushes Marty Asami down. And, and he throws the timekeeper's table. But, yeah, he chucks a massive tantrum at the end of this. Like, you look, Shane Heist was on, like, uh, four points uh, before this match started. He was not in the conversation of winning this game. I get it, but... Who is? is that- I know. See, you and I, you and I were like, we don't care about the sanctity of the G1. This match ends with a crappy leg grab, and, and you and I are like, that's bullshit. <laughs> well, I yes, but I just I I they, that's like something that House of Torture would do, right? Not something. Yeah, last that, time I like, saw that was Yujiro doing it to Shingo. Right, TMDK. That's not. I don't really expect that from them, but maybe this is shit they do. I don't know. You know. Yeah. I have to imagine that uh, Shane Hayes not only autographed that uh, hat for the kid, but he also told him something about, like, um, don't grow up or something like that or look after your balls when you can. <laughs> he, wrote, he wrote avoid the clap on the hat. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. And, uh, oh, my God. The next match must have put, like, a huge-ass gigantic smile on your face by the end of it. Uh, That's good. Because it's not only uses a well wrestled fucking awesome match, but the finish. I, I just imagine like you jumping out of your chair like I did when Evil won the previous night. But it is Zack Saber Jr. versus Hiro Goto. This match is never as fuck. This is just awesome, awesome stuff. And this is off the back of uh, the previous Goto match he had against Jeff Cobb. So. They've kind of heated him up against that Mintek Cobb match. So you think like, oh, he could possibly pull a victory out against Zack Sabre Jr. here. Zack Sabre Jr. just punishes those ribs. Any kind of stretch or submission hold he can get that kind of like stretches and just like makes that rib, those ribs hurt. Awesome. And he does the little extra stank, which he should do. Oh, I've got you in a hold where I'm stretching you. Also, I'm digging my elbow into the same spot. Yes. Yes. He just spends the whole match softening Goto up. And Goto is, like, I feel like he's at his best when he's getting tortured and then he comes up from under, so like he did in the Cobb match. And that's kind of what he's doing here. But unlike with Jeff Cobb, Zack Sabre Jr. has got an answer for this guy and he's just not falling for it. And it's just the, 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 the finish of this match. It put a smile on my face. And I have to imagine it did you because... Not only did Goto have to tap out, he's twisted up in a pretzel, so he can't tap out. He has to yes. verbally submit he has out to loud say. for Andy to hear. <laughs> Zack he Sabre Jr. Say, was like, yes. What does he have to say? No, Mars. I quit. <laughs> I was going to say, if Zack Sabre Jr. is like, oh, I'll tap out. And Goto's like, no. I will do this. <laughs> anyway, um, but we got there. No, we both are not good at the jokes tonight, but it is okay. I'm laughing. But uh, anyway, the, <laughs> I mean, dude, this match is incredible, incredible, and like, you know, Goto can. Goto is really great in the G1. He's a great singles wrestler, and like really can is. be. And uh, I just, I really love this. There are so many fun things to talk about in here. Like, okay, so Goto does that running 
a heel spinning kick in the corner. And we saw, um, I think Jeff Cobb grab him out of the corner when he tried to do that. Well, so does Zack Sabre Jr. And he turns it into a backbreaker and goes, fuck, you know, it's like, yeah, his weak body or is destroyed by Zack Sabre Jr.'s strongholds. And I was happy to see it. Happy to see it. So, yeah, I like that match a lot, you know. And with that win, I don't know if we talked about before, but, like, yeah, so Jeff Cobb, that hurts his, you know, chances of winning, but he still has a chance kind of of getting in. With this win, Zack Sabre Jr. is in, Goto's out, um, and next it comes down to Naito versus Tanahashi. So, at the beginning of this week, we get like one of those weird things that happens at an indie show where just nothing's happening and everybody's just waiting on something. Nobody knows what they're waiting on. And then all of a sudden the announcer starts talking or something that happens for a minute. And it's just like, Oh, that's weird, but okay. Um, and uh, so in the, in this match, if Naito wins, he and Zack Sabre Jr. are in. If he loses or draws Cobb and Zack Sabre Jr. are in. Okay. So we get a cheer off here at the beginning and um, Eddie Kingston tells us that he wishes we were all there. And it's like, and you can hear it in his voice. He does. He wishes we were all there. It's awesome. So I'm thinking, me too, buddy. The ace tries a quick roll up for a near fall. Tanahashi headlocks. And he's just, I'm going to do my Tanahashi shit. Fuck you, Naito. So they just start pulling each other's hair. And it's so funny, man. <laughs> Tanahashi <laughs> counters a hair pull by pulling you know, Naito's hair, and then complains to the ref. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you, Tanahashi. So Tanahashi grinds Naito down with holds and slows the pace to a crawl to keep Naito from getting going, you know? So all kinds of more hair pulling from Naito, and Tanahashi sells his hair. And I laugh my head off. That was so funny. So, <laughs> But, you know, Tanahashi hates... Um, or excuse me, Naito it, hates Tanahashi and he is not fucking around anymore. So he hangs Tanahashi over the ropes by his hair. And that is incredible and sends him into the guardrails with a base by, baseball slide kick. And now it's Naito's turn to put some holds on. So he hits some of his like brutal elbows after a bunch of holds. And then the ace stops him from hitting the combination cap wrong takeover. And they do this a couple times and it's great. So um, so they get into the back uh, and forth, like main event rhythm that you know so well, and it's tremendous. Tanahashi like continuously foils the combination cabron like a few times. It's really funny because you can tell Naito's getting pissed, you know. So fucking here we go here. Um, what do we got here? We got he's like kind of using his smarts to trap Naito in bad situations. That's what he's trying to do. So he gets Naito on the floor and he's like, oh this is the G1 and I'm going to win. So he hits a high fly flow to the floor. Tanahashi. Oh my God. I mean, okay, thanks. You don't have to, but I mean, that was amazing. So he does that. Tanahashi's kind of dumb though. And he rolls Naito back in because he doesn't want to win that way, you know? So it's fucking stupid, but sling blade, yeah. high fly flow in the ring. And here we go, Luke. He's going to win. He hits the another fly, high fly flip, but no, Naito gets his knees up. Tremendous moment here where the crowds just fucking can't believe what they're seeing. Um, and, and what's great, too, he gets his knees up, and then there's a, a bouillé spot here that leads to the big elbows from Naito with five minutes left. Esperanza and Tanahashi counters Destino with a cradle pin, and it's fucking dope. And twist and shout and another roll up from Tanahashi. He keeps trying to sneak his way, his win here. A sling blade. He, he, he tried 
like winning with his finish. It didn't work. So he's he's just trying sneaky roll-ups now. <laughs> it's great. So <laughs> sling blade and another roll-up for two. Straight jacket with the bridge for two with three oh minutes god. left. Oh my god, what's gonna happen? Elbows it to the big slap from Tanahashi and Naito spits on Tanahashi and he hits it. I don't okay, so I'm going to describe this move. I it's either either um Tanahashi just took this wrong and luckily survived, or they planned some wild move I've never seen, where basically it is a tornado DDT driver, but a package driver. So like tornado DDT from Naito, but instead of Tanahashi going down like a normal, like, I don't know, when someone bumps, you hear like a thud and then a bounce kind of, right? This was just the worst thudding noise you've ever heard in your life. It was sickening. And they both just landed just flush and didn't bounce. They just landed like that. And it looked like a like even like a shoot DDT. That's what it looked like. It's crazy. Oh my god. So I don't and, and it lands Tanahashi perfectly in the I'm being rolled up position. So Naito, just all he has to do is nothing. He's pinning Tanahashi after that crazy move. Naito wins with a roll-up after fucking Tanahashi tried 20 roll-ups and couldn't win. How awesome was that? Terrifying finish. Tremendous match. You know you know that move was extra gnarly when uh, Kevin on commentary was like, Oh, Jesus! <laughs> like that. Like, like in... He's watched uh, probably a lot more wrestling than us, uh, and, and so like he's he's probably like, oh fuck, I think the ace is dead. I thought it too. I I, I jumped out of my seat and was like, what the fuck? But uh, yeah, Tanahashi was able to walk to the back and stuff. Like he was selling, but uh, he doesn't seem to be too fucked up. So they either planned it that way and it looked amazing, or he landed a little wrong and he survived. In which case, it still looked fucking amazing. Wow, so weird. Uh, and and seeing a straight jacket on Naito, that met me. That was sad. Dude, I, I liked that, like, this match was Tanahashi going, I'm going to put all my moves on with a bit of extra stank on it just to fuck you up. Then I'm going to try and roll you up for pins. And I was like, can one of those moves, can one of those moves pretty please be the straight jacket? And Tanahashi's like, yes. Yes, it, yes, it can. And I was like, yay! Dude, <laughs> I totally agree. The ace is high, high fly flow is one of the best moves in wrestling. It is. And I don't need to see it ever again. <laughs> like, Tanahashi, it's fine, man. It's all good. We know you can do it. We know it's awesome. It's fine. But then he does it, and I'm like, I'm glad you did that. <laughs> that was amazing. But, oh, my God. I don't think it's, like, I know we're all saying he's got nothing to prove, but maybe he's not doing it to prove it to us. He's doing it to prove to himself that, hey, I can still do this crazy shit on the outside, so shut the fuck up. The man that's uh, never tired, Luke. So, no, no, he is not. Uh, this is like, this is like two of New Japan's top guys in a match together, and it's gold. It's absolute magic, as you'd expect it to be. It's like, yeah, it's the best match of the night, like bar none, on a match where in a night where everyone's going extra hard. These two decide to just to fucking murder each other and troll each other at the same time. <sighs> the, the the guy who wins with sneaky pins versus the other guy who also wins by sneaky pins, <laughs> sneaky pin winning against the other sneaky pinner. It's oh, it's fucking 
Yeah, Amazing. but extremely violent, sneaky pin guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. oh, all right. Man. Well, Luke, we got one more night to talk about, and this is where it all yeah. convalesces and, you know, all kind of comes together. We get, you know, the result of all the blocks. And so we're getting our quarterfinals and then we'll have our next episode. We'll cover the 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 semifinals and then the finals. So. Ooh, it's going to be nuts. But um, but in order to kind of like cleanse the palate a little bit, we're at the Funabashi Arena. And Luke, I believe you might have a Google review of that place. <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, and yes, I do. During events and sports at the arena, traffic jams near the arena and there are no trash cans. So customers can throw their litter while walking. Making an arena is a mistake. One star. <laughs> <laughs> the whole idea of making an arena it's a complete mistake so i mean one star well, yeah <laughs> an attempt it. all right luke well i also have a one-star review of funabashi <laughs> arena and it uh it's it has bullet points so it starts thus <laughs> oh, shit. the training room staff is bad point one talking all the time point two speaking ill of customers point three Looking at the data of customer's body composition meter without permission. Really uncomfortable. One star. <laughs> it's not a library, man. People can talk at the gym. What are you doing? <laughs> well, he doesn't like them talking. He doesn't like what they're talking about, clearly. So because they're talking ill about his body composition meter rating. that And that is very upsetting. So one star. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, yeah, poor... Poor Shiba, they're not they're not happy. They either like there's too much talking at the arenas or they actually had the goal to bother making an arena in the first I mean, place. At least they don't have a shower that doesn't work. <laughs> That's right. So, Mr. Guy, I have one complaint about this night. I'll get it out of the way nice and early. Where's my young lion fucking gauntlet? I was looking forward to that. Just go. Uh, just anyway. go to the show. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, just go to the show. I'll uh, I'll go there next year. I've already planted my money tree. It'll sprout just in time. Oh, it's sold out. And there's Wait. no toilets. Oh, and I can't go take a shower. Oh, oh really? and the Bother parking's me. bad. <laughs> and it, what is it? The, the location makes, what was it? Like, there was one where it was really funny where they were like, the location doesn't make any sense or something like that. I don't know. I love those. <laughs> yeah, um, there's no public uh, transport near it. <laughs> oh, my oh God. Gosh. I love those. But, um, yes, Luke, uh, I guess you have the opening match here. Yes, we do. Yes, I do. So we, uh, unfortunately, it's not the uh, Young Lion Gauntlet of which Bolt and Oleg won, but uh, it is uh, Kosai Fujita, uh, Shane Haste, and Mikey Nichols versus Yotosuji, Hiromi Takahashi, and Shingo Takagi. And I'm like, all right, it's going to be a really good, fucking strong opener. We're going to go really hard, and it's over. What? It's over, but we just we just start. No, it's it's, it's over. Yeah, uh, <laughs> does win with a pretty quick uh, time bomb or something like that on uh, on Fujita, while uh, Shingo stops <laughs> stops Mikey from getting in the ring like uh, Mikey stopped Shingo the previous night, which is funny to me that Shingo did that since it was Shingo that was held back from Yujiro in a G1 match to start. To, to uh, for you know to him for him not to progress so there's a little bit of rhyming poetry in this match that makes me laugh 
Uh, but it is really short. And uh, hey, Romy's back in the ring, baby. Can't complain about yeah. that. Hell yeah. I mean, he's back from the past, you know. He's here to take us to the future. And unfortunately, Luke, the future involves Tama Tonga, Tonga Loa, and I'm just kidding. And Shota versus Oh wait, no, no. It's it's Tama Tonga, Shota Umino, Tonga Loa, and ELP versus Suzuki, Ren Narita, El Desperado, and motherfucking Tenzon, who again is super over for no reason. It's awesome. So I don't know what's going on. Maybe Tenzon, like, saves somebody, you know, or something. I don't know. But, man, he's super over all of a sudden. But uh, Ren and Shota, they fight. And Ren stiffs Shota, and it's awesome. And uh, <laughs> there's this, like, hilarious five-way nipple twist battle. <laughs> it's just really fun. Tongaloa hits a spinning suplex on Desperado. It's a fun match, man. And uh, yep. It's it's not crazy physical like we've seen in the tags the day before. So Tenzon gets a shit in to the delight of everyone. And Ren and Shota fight again. It's down to Tenzon and ELP. ELP hits some Mongolian chops and a sudden death for the win on Tenzon. Tenzon and then Ren and Shota start fighting again after the match because they won't stop fighting. But they don't want to be compared. It's <laughs> really good. That's funny, man. And uh, Yeah, I like this match. Uh I will just say one little snarky joke, and that is, uh, remember when ELP didn't have friends? Kind of wish he still didn't. Uh, but uh, that's it. it, it <laughs> and that four-way beating that Elf and Tasmay took, I was like, I wish Tongaloa took that. But uh, other than that, yeah, I like that that suplex he did on uh, Eldest Bravo too, Mr. Tongaloa. So, yeah. That's good. Not just a blanket shitting. Uh, I liked it. It was good stuff. Shitting. A blanket shitting. Uh, uh, that's man. real bad better than like a peppered shitting you know <laughs> it's concentrated in one area it's not a spray we're going insane all right so the next match is chase owens kenta and the war dogs which is alex Cog- alex c and gabriel kid versus just four guys yep it is all of just four guys the original lineup, it is uh, Taichi, Takamichinoku, Doki, and Yoshinobu Katamaru. By the way, uh, my first note here, just because is Doki knows that Kondisnya is better. Leaves the house silky and smooth. I just had to do that. Uh, Taichi wins a belt off again against uh, Kanemaru, uh, against Kanemaru, against uh, Kenta, and Kanemaru judges it again. And uh, you could easily say that uh, Kanemaru is defying kenta get it defying defy yeah all right uh um i'll be here all week ha 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 all right so uh poor kenta he loses again you will be here all week though you will be here all week that's that's the sad part you know (laughs) me too buddy oh my goodness at least we have tonight off uh i got us on every day this week except one it's been a rough week man i'm tired yeah, there's a lot of wrestling. Uh, Kenta, he uh, he tries to make it up to Taichi with his belt. Uh, but, uh, you know, going, hey, uh, my belt's better, man. Come on, put it on. Have a look. Try it out. But, uh, no, he tries for a roll-up. Uh, Alex uh, punishes Katamara's ribs, and I'm just like, god damn, man, make it stop. Just got, like, got him in that uh, fall-away slam position and just, like, dropping. <clears throat> I fucking hate the ribs. <clears throat> they suck. 
man, she's going for those damn ribs. This is a, such a blast. And it's like uh, Doki does some fun moves with, like, all right, Chase has grabbed him from behind and uh, boot to the face on one guy. Uh, both Chase and Doki Duck. And they, like, uh, the other guy just, you know, back body drop over both of them <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, <laughs> Doki's doing a junior version of Ishi shit. I like it. Yes, please. Uh, more of that, please, Doki. Oh, man, that was, that was pretty cool. But, of course, Taka Michinoku's in this match. This means <laughs> he going to lose. And also, he got knocked the fuck out by Gabriel Kidd for the one, two, three. Uh, I like the end of the match here because Gabriel Kidd sees all this stuff in the corner that, that uh, just four guys have. Uh, you know, the uh, microphone stand with yeah. the microphone in it, the pole, the King of Pro Wrestling title and the body, body, and the bottle of Centauri. And Kids just goes straight for the Centauri. He's like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm going to get get my drink on. Whereas Kent is just eyeing all of them off. And you don't know which one he wants because, like, <laughs> he's, so if it's other person's property that they brought to the ring, Kent wants it. Doesn't matter what it is. And Doki's just like, no, don't you dare look at those three things. No, that belongs to us. And Kent is like, oh, but I like other people's properties. <laughs> That's really funny. All right, Luke. Next, we have the last tag match of this group of tag matches on the show. It is Ishii, Tanahashi, and Eddie Kingston versus Hanare and Okan on the cob. And uh, United Empire, they heal out on the ace so Ishii can save him. That's nice, you know, nice of Ishii to save him and, and do that for the Tanahashi. So anyway, uh, Eddie runs wild, but United Empire, they take back over and beat the shit out of Tanahashi more. And Cobb plays uh, the ace like a guitar or a ukulele. We get some great shit between Cobb and Ishii. And that's like, I want to see that. I want to see some more of that. You know, that's good stuff. Ishii, he hits a fucking big suplex on Cobb for high spot of the match. And uh, Eddie and Hanari, they do some cool never shit. United Empire triple team him, but Tanahashi breaks up the pin. Um, and then uh, let's see here. So, the oh, I wrote the Chaos team. That's not really the Chaos team, but you know what I mean. They do the same yeah. thing to Hanari, but then Hanari fucks up Eddie, but he falls to the back fist in the end, Luke. I know. It kind of hurt seeing Hanari get pinned again, but... Uh... That's all right. It's fine. <sighs> but uh, the the funny post match is uh, Eddie's like, "Yay! I'm happy to be in Japan. I love it here. Oh my god! I just tagged with Tanahashi. Hugs. Uh, oh, oh, I can't leave Ishii out. He might get offended. Hug and Ishii's just like, don't touch me. Don't touch me. <laughs> that was fucking awesome. Oh my god, his reaction. But uh, yeah, man, it, it's you just feel Eddie just, just smiling the whole time. He's winning and he's teaming with Tanahashi and you know Ishii as well. But you know, it's mostly him marking out tagging with Tanahashi big time. Man, he's loving that. Whew, and here we are, man. It's the playoffs. And I don't like calling it that. It is the playoffs. That was pretty funny. <laughs> no one says it like that, but uh, well, apparently they do. I do. We start off with Hikaleo versus Tetsuya Naito. Who did and, you think was going to win here? Did you have any predictions here? Did you think that Hikaleo had a chance? No. Nah. Okay. Yeah. Like, 
I feel like it was just like a big deal for Hikolo to make it this far. And that's something that the commentators and everyone can like mention uh, well, throughout the year and next year at the G1. Hey, Hikolo made it to the freaking finals. Like, yeah. not, not the final finals, but hey, the finals. That's pretty cool. Uh, he went. He, he Kaleo got further than uh, than his brothers, and uh, I probably enjoyed him the most uh, out of the three of them. Anyway, so right. Having said that, <laughs> <laughs> start of this match is kind of a match that exists, and it's just Naito doing major fuck your leg action stuff. I know that we just made made jokes and stuff that he is not your daddy's big man. But sometimes, dude, what is called for in the match is just for you to do the big man stuff and not to mix it too much with the other things. I feel like if this was just like more of a pure big man versus a smaller man match, I might have been a little, a little bit more into the start of this match maybe. But there's a part of this match, and it's by Hikaleo, that, I, that this match goes from, oh, yeah, this is fine to, oh, okay, this got good. And it's as soon as Hikaleo manages to put a power bomb on Naito, and he just fucking puts him down, boom! And that's when this match goes from being like, oh, this is happening to, oh shit, I'm on the edge of my seat. This is kind of awesome. And from what you told me, uh, from what you asked me at the start of this match, um, if you had asked me from like the first ten minutes, nah, no chance. This last five, five or so minutes, this final stretch. Yeah, they made they had me believe in Hikaleo might get that choke slam on and could beat Tetsuya Naito. Why not? He's he's managed to do that on most of A block, didn't he? Uh, that's how he got his victories. But uh, hey, Naito's not young and dumb. He's probably the third one, but he's not young and dumb. <laughs> Come on, man, he's like one of the coolest ever. He gets. All of the ladies. Did you hear? Did you hear that Eddie Kingston said that on one, like when he was on commentary during one of the matches? Oh, he yeah. goes, he's young and dumb talking about somebody, and I was like, what else? What else, Eddie? <laughs> <laughs> he said the thing. Oh my god. So yeah, this this could have gone either way. It's uh, that that final stretch after that power bomb is mostly Hikaleo trying to put on his choke slam and setting it up. So he goes to set it up. No, Naito kind of counters somehow. Uh, but uh, he he goes to Naito, then tries to do a move. Uh uh-uh. uh. Then he power slam by Hikaleo. And you're just like, oh shit. Goes for that choke slam again. Uh uh-uh. uh. Naito finds another way to get out of it. Different each time. They're both, the way they set these things up and the way the reversals are done, absolutely awesome because they're, they're the cool visuals and they're different every time. It's fucking up gnarly. Biggest Destino I have ever seen, <laughs> ever. It's freaking huge, and Hikaleo takes it awesomely. And uh, Naito wins, uh, as as he should. And uh, whilst uh, the, the first portion of this match didn't set my world on fire, they both pulled it out of their ass at the end and had me eating out of, out of both men's hands. So, good stuff. Yeah, the opening, they had a, like, hesitation botch kind of thing that happened early, and there was just, like, no sense of urgency to it. It was just, like, guys calmly wrestling, you know? And it's like, hey, 
doesn't this match a big fucking deal, you know? And I, so, but then it felt like a real big fucking deal when Naito was like doing the facial expressions while he's getting power bombed and shit and taking gigantic moves. And it's just like, wow. oh my God. At one point he tries a Destino and fucking Hikaleo just goes, no standing spine buster just right down on the mat. That was awesome. So the end of this match, like second half was tremendous. But um, next, uh, Luke, so that means that Naito moves on. We're not sure who's going to fight Absolutely. next, you know, so we'll, we'll talk about that uh, later. I think it's actually the winner of the next match, but I'm not sure. So anyway, uh, the next match is like, you know, it's maybe there's new fans that are watching the G1 for the first time and don't know that this match is awesome every time it happens. But it's happened a few times. It's always tremendous. So um, it's Finley versus Will Ospreay. I, you know, you could say, oh, you never see bad Will Ospreay matches. But, you you know, this is something different. This is like these two guys really go well together and it's always good. So BC War Dogs come out with Finley. Right. And. So Will comes out second, and he's like, oh, I'm coming out by myself? No, I'm not. Ocon on the motherfucking cob out there with him. (laughs) It's great. So they all fight in the clutch uh, and grabbing chairs and stuff like that. And Will gets a huge back body drop. It goes for some flippy flops. Finley knocks Will off the apron and gets a table. And so Cobb is like, no, and just walks over and takes the table. But, uh, you know, but Cobb can't help it but push Finley because Finley, you know, if you're standing next to Finley, you're going to want to push him, you know, because and then Finley spits on him and he's like, oh, fuck you, pushes him right in front of Chumpy and Chumpy's had enough. So he tosses him for cheating. So <laughs> he Cobb gets <laughs> tossed and, and this causes a distraction, which allows Bullet Club to stomp the shit out of Will. So Finley gets a bunch of heat on Will. It's great. And these mat, this match is like shut up, set up for these like short heat sections punctuated with like explosive comebacks from Will, you know. And it's this nice little section in here. They do a bunch of that shit. Um, these two like always make every move look awesome. And I don't know who bumps harder because they both just bump so hard. And it's just they they attack the fucking mat. It's tremendous. So. Will, he tries his leap of faith move early, which, by the way, come on, man. Can we come up with a better move, like name for that? That is fucking lazy. That's a lazy name. Come on. We can do better. It's got to be something better. So leap of faith. Get out of here. But he, he, uh, he, what happens here? But he is pulled off the top rope and takes a face first bump into the turnbuckle pad. And it's really good. Second rope ru- Russian leg sweep from Finley. And anytime somebody's doing a Russian leg sweep off the ropes, you're, I'm happy with you. That is a great move, and it doesn't get you very often. So, um, And then uh, Finley cuts off Will again after he was flying all over the place. Then he Finley gets a big dominator, and Finley gets the table and puts it back where he had it before. Great O'Conn starts arguing with Chumpy, and while the other two are fighting up on the apron. So we get this, like, I guess I call it a triangle os cutter off the apron, like on the apron from Will. He like ran over in the corner and jumped off the second like turnbuckle and hit the os cutter. Maybe it was the top one. I don't know. Um, but uh, that shit was awesome. And uh, let's see here. And then Will wants a 450 through the table onto Finley. And Gabe Kid is like, nope, he foils the plot, but he's a huge super kick from Will. So Will hits the power bomb through the table from the floor instead. And then we get a replay. Sorry, Naito and uh, and Hikaleo, not good enough. This match gets replays. 
that was so funny so finley is in at 19 here only to eat the coast to coast os cutter for two and will wants the leap of faith again but finley pulls chumpy into him and chumpy takes the leap of faith and it is so fucking funny (laughs) it is he is like laying on top of finley and he and and right before that like like will lands on him he like holds his head up and looks right at the camera and is like whoa (laughs) it is tremendous i'm sure i will have a video of that up on our social media soon but um so so everybody fights you know because the ref's out so Cobb comes back out to brawl you know to help with the brawl and he um and you know there's a hidden blade but no finley has the uh, shillelagh and hits will after gato had uh slid it to him you know so kentasato's out to ref this match and uh, one power bomb but will kicks out slumdog millionaire counter to the oblivion move and uh, more counters at an amazing pace it's incredibly fast but will he knows okay so you know what was it it was i don't remember what like tournament it was or when it happened but finley beat osprey right maybe g1 last year and how he beat him is that will comes in for the uh hidden blade and boom he hit him with the backslide that's the first time we'd seen anybody do that i think and it's just like what it's fucking amazing so this time will's ready for that he knows the backslide's coming right so you know he like he sees that coming so he flips out of that uh, oblivion that's coming or oblivion attempt after that and uh, as he does that twice hits the stormbreaker gets the win i always love it when these two wrestle in fact I kind of always love it when either one of them wrestle other people for the most part. I think I liked almost all of Finley's matches this uh, G1. He's uh, He got to where he needed to go. Losing to Osprey doesn't hurt him at all. That's still a dragon for him mm-hmm. to slay in the future. And it can, well, it's a, it's a feud for them to continue because now they're, you know, it's, it's, they've each won, you know, against each other. So I don't know, man, what'd you think of all this? Uh, I thought this match was absolutely fantastic. And I feel like that uh, Mr. Marty Asami, yeah, he just sold out the uh, remaining spots of uh, Chumpy's Chump Bump Boot Camp <laughs> by taking the fucking biggest ref bump I've ever seen a New Japan referee take. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't take a little bit of it. He takes the full leap of faith from Will Ospreay to the back. And he is legit dead. It was absolutely fantastic. This match is great. And this match isn't just great from people just watching this for the first time, which it is, but it's also great from people who have seen these guys wrestle before because this is just like the extra stage. Oh, this is how you beat me last time. Well, I've got, a, I've got, that, I've got that figured out. So you can bet that the next time these two wrestle each other, Finley's just like, all right, hit the backslide. Ah, but he might come back with this other hidden blade. Ah, I'm going to have the reply for that next time. And they did it so fast, those kind of transitions and ends. Like, I feel like a lot of the guys in New Japan who get put in these, in like really top spots and stuff, or have these super amazing matches, what they can all do is the end match reversals. Carter's yeah. a master at it. Evil's really good at it. Well, Carter's probably the best at it, but Evil's really good at it. Ishii's great at it. Uh, Osprey and Finley are both really good at it, and they're extra good when they do it with each other. It's just fucking phenomenal stuff. I loved it. 
Whew, that's what that's the kind of match you want when one's the United States champ and the other one's the never open champ. You want to see yeah, th- these two wrestle like they're champions and they both did. It's fucking great. Oh. Then here we go. I didn't mean to take both evil matches, but well, he's my boy, so whatever. Uh, evil. This match this match not only put a big smile on my face, I feel like this match is setting up a month of stories. Uh, because it is evil versus Sonata. And this evil match has something that a lot of modern or recent evil matches don't have. Show and Yujiro aren't there. They don't even come out. Dick Togo is a small factor into the finish of this match, a small one. Uh, and that's a huge surprise. This is evil being like, oh, you're the champ? Yeah, we used to tag together. I don't think you're shit. Uh, and he barely needed Dick Togo. Like, I, I, I marked the fuck out because so far Sonata's undefeated. Evil's lost at least two or three times already, at least twice. Uh, he lost to Finley, and I can't remember who else he lost to, uh, but he did lose at least one other match. And Evil won as clean as this version of Evil can win, as clean as he can. This match is also a kind of blur because they go 15 minutes, 15 minutes past. I'm like, when? How? <laughs> Are you serious? They've been going for 15 minutes, and I do like for like a good portion of this match. Evil doesn't even cheat. Like I like how the start too. How it, it, Evil's like, all right, Togo, you can go. As soon as Sonata yeah. starts wailing on him, uh, Evil kind of like, all right, does the wave thing, but that's a distraction. <laughs> He's not waving for Togo or anyone to come out. He's just waving, and Sonata's like, oh, shit, they're coming out, they're going to fuck me up. No, roll up, and it's a for two. I'm like, Evil's not just using his brain to figure out new ways to cheat. That's not cheating. That's him using his brain, like he just waved and stuff. Evil's getting booed out the ass, and he hasn't even done anything illegal yet. Togo, like, they're just losing his mind. I think everyone's just mad that Evil's even gotten this far, right? Except for me, I'm I'm losing my mind over it. It's great. Dude, uh, so, you know, he comes back, Dick Togo, because of course he does. And <laughs> Togo deservedly gets put in a uh, paradise lock. And then uh, Evil gets drop toe held, or holded, yeah, the drop toe hold onto Dick Togo's butt to break that up. And it was fun. It was a really good time. Evil eats 30,000 Shining Wizards uh, in this match, by the way. Uh, so uh, <laughs> that, that that does happen. It's like, uh, how many DVDs is gonna, are we going to see? Uh, but there's some of Sonata Shining Wizards. And Evil's able to kind of withstand a lot of Sonata's offense and just kind of like turn it around, be it either in a cheating spot or just a really – kind of cunning, smart kind of way, just just figure it out. He, he, like, I tagged with this guy for years. I was a champion with him. I was in the same faction with him. I don't need the whole Shingo cheat squad like I did the other night. I got this. And as much as people aren't going to like it, he does got this. All right, sure. He does the spot where he throws red shoes into the corner, then throws Sonata in. Oh, no. Richie's in the corner, so he throws Sonata at him, and Sonata's like, oh, and then low blow. Sonata does it back. Awesome. Yes, fight fire with fire. Uh, it's very Sonata to do that. I was surprised I didn't see the 
uh, I, I'm landing onto the mat and my leg came up into the nut spot by Sonata. I was expecting yeah. that at some point. No kidding. But I felt like I felt like this match was good. They also left a bit on the table because I feel like this right. is going to be the future for destruction. And I feel like the story here is uh, <laughs> you ain't shit, Sonata. I fuck you up. So even if Evil doesn't win the G1, and it's probably not, I'm fine with that. He is going to be feuding with, with, with Sonata very soon. Only one person beat the champ in the G1. It's this guy. So just five guys versus House of Torture for, the, for September. Oh, man. I'm really yeah. fucking happy. And, yeah, he, Evil just turns around and just whoops Sonata's fucking ass. Everything is evil. Didn't even need to do a Darkness Falls or anything like that. Just no, straight into the everything is evil. One, two, three. Evil pins the champion. I once again jump out of my seat. Charity's not asleep this time, so I don't wake her up. And well, I'm just like, Evil! Yeah, I, awesome. I had a good time. Yeah. I, I think that him beating Shingo was a little le- less expected. You know, like this was, this I felt like, I don't know why, I just was like, yeah, I think Evil's got to win this because Sonata he's not going to win the G1, right? And he's made it all the way through. How awesome would it be if, if evil's the one that, you know, ends his streak, that's tremendous. And now evil doesn't have to win the G1 because he's beaten the champ and he's already got an automatic, you know, title shot. So, you know, mostly automatic. So that's, that's good booking. I like it a lot. All right, Luke, here we go. It's the main event of all the G1s, night 17. We've done 17 nights. It's Okada versus Zack Sabre Jr. for all the marvels here as far as making it further in the G1 goes. So these guys do your, like, standard feeling out stuff to start, and Zack Sabre Jr. is doing really great. You know, he's he's getting his shit in it. And Okada is uh, like, nah, I'm going to go down the floor, takes uh, Zack Sabre Jr. to the floor, and throws him into the guardrails, and they struggle. Like, if Zack Sabre Jr. wants to superplex Okada over the guardrails or something, I don't know what he's trying to do. And so he gets up on the guardrails, and basically Okada, that's not your area of expertise, uh, uh, Zach, by the way. So good job. Like, that is good psychology that he could not do what he was trying to do there. So Okada turns that into a draping DDT on the floor. So it's fuck your neck. And Okada gets super violent with his strikes in the corner and just in general. He's extremely violent in this match. And Zach's used to wrestling his match. Oh, this is a good point. Okay, so check this out. Since Zach's been the TV champion, and maybe even just a little bit before that as they were building him up to that, he only wrestles his match. You know what I mean? Like, like yes, like he's going to hang with Ishii and do the strikes and all that stuff. But, like, when it's time, when it's go time, it's time to win – you know, Zach's not doing reversals. He's trying to wrap you up and crush you and like break your bones, you know? And he, I don't know, to me, like he, he kind of has his own style of match and that's the match that he's typically wrestling. But in this match, that ain't happening. Okada's not going to let him wrestle his match. Okada's just being like, no, fuck you. You're wrestling my match. Let's go to the floor where I'll break your neck. You know, so I like that dichotomy <laughs> in the match. You know, it's pretty cool and it's an interesting thing because Zach Sabre Jr. is in trouble, right? You know, so it's I don't know. Zach gets some like really cool. What is it? Oh, he gets a homie arm whip here and a running Cobra twist attempt, which is always funny looking because he's like, I'm gonna run real fast, Cobra twist. You know, and Zach Sabre Jr. gets a neck crank and a drop kick for a little fuck your neck. 
and Okada keeps coming, you know, coming back, of course, and Zack uses a flying uppercut, and now a little fuck your leg in Okada. This is when amazing shit starts happening that is just like, wow. Zack Sabre Jr. starts twisting Okada up like a pretzel. It's a beautiful thing, and Okada is just selling it like it's, ah, it's just, it's tremendous. So, Zack Sabre Jr. continues this, only now it's in a standing position, and it just unbelievable he does all the holds he turns wacky holds into wacky holds and you know and all this stuff and eventually okada's standing there and he's like um wrap around neck breaker double down you know that's <laughs> just funny because zach's like climbing all over him and okada just just hooks him around the neck and boom drops him and it was like oh that was really cool <laughs> so i like that zach keeps countering um the it says cover door kick but it means drop kicks so he keeps countering the drop kicks and uh you know one time he tries a flying upper oh okay so he goes up to the top rope and hits a flying uppercut earlier in the match i forgot to mention that and he tries it again and okada drop kicks him out of the fucking air and it was like what the fuck you know zach saber jr they're putting that match together and he's thinking well i don't go off the top rope okay so earlier in the match i need to so that way it's established that's something i do you know what I mean? So he does that. He, he goes off the second rope with that little uppercut and he tries it again and boom, Okada kicks him. It makes pretty, pretty sense. So uh, we get one Rainmaker at this point. Zach hits a huge high angle German for two. Tremendous. Oh. You were happy about that, right? Yeah. And, um, <laughs> then Okada's like, oh, I also want to hit a German. And so he hits a German and a fucking drop kick. But J- Zach slaps on the Cobra twist and uh, takes it to the ground. Commentary reminds us that Okada tapped out uh, to Brian at Forbidden Door, which is a interesting point to bring up right now. So Zack Sabre Jr. gets every hold in the history of wrestling while Okada sells and they str- and struggles to get to the ropes. I don't know how he did it, but he did every single hold on Jericho's list and, and, and 10 more. So <laughs> he finally... I mean, like, Okada finally does get to the roast, but not before he's been tortured. And we hear the call for 15 minutes gone, and we're all like, no, you're lying. So (laughs) now Okada is in trouble. He's got nothing behind his strikes, and we're at the Bouye spot. you got to do strikes, and he's fucked. So Zach just fucks him up with uppercuts. It's awesome. But Okada's still got the drop kick. He hits that landslide. He's all fired up. Now Okada, uh, let's see, so then he counters, we get to the fast counters and shit right and left. Zach gets the Zach driver, and that's for a double down, just like earlier, you know, um, when they had done the, uh, what was it? Um, They did a double down earlier. You know what I'm talking about. But anyway, so um, Zach smells blood in the water here, though. And so they start another bouillé spot from their knees, and their strikes are really stiff. Now it's uppercut time for both. It's insane. Then Zack Sabre Jr. taunts Okada with a back chop. And uh, those are against the law, just to remind everyone. And so Zack (laughs) Zack hits a fucking Rainmaker. And we look, and he's still got wrist control as they're both down. Bulldog pin for Okada, though. This starts a sort of like... uh, incredible amazing fish out of water spot where there's like three really really close near falls right in a row it's really fast here and zach fires up more uh more than once in this kind of time period here but after a drop kick they go with all kinds of crazy slap fighting here and it's just it's like guys come on so kata hits a spinning lariat instead of a slap hit you know catching zach saber jr by surprise Rainmaker's countered by an octopus stretch, but no, Okada gets a Cobra Flosion. 
Rainmaker Okada wins that match was fucking awesome. That's like that's like wrestling art right there, right? <laughs> it's like, dude, that was just incredible. And like Zack Saber Jr., like my the, my favorite thing he did that whole match was uh, Okada. You know Okada's like uh, neck breaker where he fought, tucks the neck and like he gets it on his knee on the way down. Yeah. Zack Saber Jr. just cranks the arm, arm back. And just yeah. kind of in midair like that. That's freaking insane. Uh, and then eventually he gets that neck move on, but he had to earn that move that time. Like I've, every time he puts him up in that position, boom, it happens. It's done. He gets that that neck breaker on. This time, ah, oh, my arm, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> oh my god. Like you, you knew this match was going to be good because it's Zack Sabre Jr. versus because it's Greg Carter, and it was fucking awesome. The, these two can't have a bad match against each other and it's not even that long it's 21 minutes like it only just go over the the time limit because oh, there's no time oh, limit wow. in the finals I so, mean, that would, would have been a draw you know in regular you know yeah <laughs> it's the uh only match of the night two to, of the four to go over that that 20 minute mark but uh oh man i would have watched easily another 30 minutes of this yeah just to see what these guys can put together because Zack Sabre Jr. has like got a really creative mind and Kazusuke Okada is a really creative wrestler and I can just see them just talking about the stuff they might want to try and pull out and they're both game and up for it and it will look gnarly but also kind of crisp and smoothish at the same time. It's just... <sighs> this is why you watch New Japan, isn't it? Right here? Like, shit like this? And... <laughs> I'm into this Okada, so like I, I'm not. Uh, it's not like other times I'm just like, oh fuck's sake. I might, maybe I will if he wins the G1 because I'm like, again, come on, man. Oh, it's dude, a- you're gonna be so mad. It's <laughs> and it can happen too. You know, but, I feel uh, like three out of the four people could win. You know. Uh, yep. Uh, I feel like uh, out of oh sorry, so so the next uh, two matches for the G1 that we're having. Uh, will be Will Ospreay versus Tetsuya Naito. I uh, don't care who wins uh, that one. Maybe Naito. Uh, but uh, And then you got Evil versus Kazushiko uh, Okada. Uh, of course, I want Evil to win, but hey, it's going to make everyone happy to see uh, Okada pull that off. Though I don't really want to see Okada shave Evil's head. So, oh, fuck. Evil's going to beat Okada. Wouldn't it be perfect if Naito or someone from LIJ shaves Evil's head? That would be yeah. like rhyming poetry. Yeah, I was thinking if, if Naito makes it to the finals, then, yeah, you want him to face Evil, right? But at the same time, Evil's kind of now in a feud with Sonata. So I don't know, man. We'll see what happens. It's fun to talk about because there's – I know. The possibilities of that. I mean, like, yeah. to me, I, I thought I thought for sure – this would be the year that Will Ospreay needs to win it. You know, like they always talk about him leaving and stuff like that. This would be the year to throw him that bone, man, because like, why would you not, you know? And then I also could see the whole story with Naito going, you know, because let's say, I mean, either way, if he beats Okada in the finals or he beats evil to make it to his final, you know, like, let's say he beats Okada, you know, evil loses and, and, you know, fucking, Naito slays the dragon again, beats Okada, goes to the the Tokyo Dome, and then beats Sonata, his former best friend, for the title. That's an awesome story, too. 
it's no matter who wins, it's an awesome story. I don't know. I like it. Yeah. Yep. It's an awesome story. Absolutely. All the way. Hell, Evil could lose the G1, and you never know. He might win the title, which will mean at Wrestle Kingdom, everyone will get the elated, amazing feeling of seeing Evil not only get his ass whooped, but maybe his head shaved uh, or there or something, you know. So I don't know when it's going to happen, but they've done a lot of heating up with Evil. Comeuppance is happening, and it's going to be absolutely glorious when it does, because uh, even I'm like, yeah, he deserves to get his ass kicked about now. <laughs> For real. For real, yeah, right? But, you know, everybody, everybody, I mean, like, I know everybody's mad about it, but, man, this G1's been incredible. It's had its ups and downs, and, I mean, mostly ups. Uh, you know, we got to learn a lot about some new wrestlers, and we got to learn new stuff about older wrestlers that we've uh, liked forever. So, I don't know, man. I, I thought it was awesome. I thought it was a blast covering it with you, and we got one more weekend of wrestling before we can take a deep breath. So, Exactly. And, uh, yeah, so uh, I'll, I'll fit in that last episode of Strange New Worlds at some point. But uh, I, Yeah, I haven't then, watched the newest one yet, so. Yeah, well, Mr. Guy. Uh-huh. three shows we've done it there's a couple, bit of editing for you so i do apologize but after all that uh this is anything you'd like to add <gasps> in gato we trust